Bam, we're live. Travis, I see what you're doing. You're trying to uh, compensate for those lashings I gave you last night. Holy shit, I'm red. <laughs> What's up, Nick? What's up, Savan? How you doing? Oh, my audio is all jacked up. How's my audio? It's so good. Okay. I um, When the show's over at night, I turn off my headphones and go onto my um, speaker on my computer. You know, like the show's over and I just kick off my headphones and I lean back and I talk to whoever's left on the screen. Uh-huh. That's like, that's when we say all the real good shit. And then gotcha, I always forget gotcha. to put it back to my headphones. Gotcha. Mine, uh, <clears throat> I have uh, I have like a plug-in. So whenever I unplug it, it like automatically goes to the speakers, like whatever I'm like dealing with, say YouTube, <laughs> Twitch. And then yeah. whenever I plug in my headphones, all that like goes right to my headphones. Oh, so that's nice. Just, yeah, it's just like automatic, so. Yeah, and then you have a switch where you could switch it back, though, right? You could go into some settings and put yeah, it. some settings, and then the speaker, yeah, yeah do whatever I gotta do. So you're a PC guy, yeah. So I'm um, kind of just yeah. recently got into it, kind of forced into it as well because PC gaming is kind of next level, of, like compared to I guess consoles like Xbox right there, and then I got the new PlayStation right there. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of got, and then I got my PlayStation right here, but it's kind of like the uh it's kind of cut off but no serious gamer uses an apple uh not that i know of no i think it's just like i guess the graphics card and the and the cpu i don't know if you're i don't know if you're really into computers like that and stuff but oh you okay yeah so i i I think i am i think i am until you tell me i'm not i love all i like i love going over here to my um i love going over here because i'm a spoiled kept man and going about this mac and just being like, yeah, it's fully loaded. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 12 terabytes of internal, 128 gigs. Of, yeah, like, like, you know what I mean? I, like, like, I, I mean, I'm sure you could play like Call of Duty, Battlefield. I'm sure you would get, get uh, like good frames per second. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. But I guess I, I, just, I just heard like Windows is for gaming and Mac is for like working and creative and design and stuff. So Whack is uh, Mac is for um, uh like active mac is like if you pretend like you care about black people but you really don't and you want to oppress them it's fake activism that's what apple is <laughs> yeah i guess I it's kind of like I, I, got, I got fake active it's what's the woke computer yeah it's kind of going for the brand like hey i got the mac what do you want computing <laughs> you know? speaking of which microsoft's a bunch of cunts too but anyway <laughs> i don't really deep dive too much into it you know you don't you don't you don't not too much. Not not too much. I kind of. I don't really you watch get TV. And you can still do. I'm sorry, sorry. You can still do gaming when you have COVID. Holy shit! Look at your computer. Ooh. Yeah. So here it is. Yeah. This is the. Uh, this is the bad boy right here. I. Uh, I got this about seven, eight months ago because I obviously wanted to start some live streaming, and I was like, I was like, you know what? The the way that I like to go with things is all in or nothing. So I kind of, I kind of got one of the one of the best PCs that you can get. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, I like that all in or nothing. It reminds me of a story. Uh, Caleb, hi. How you doing, Caleb? Caleb's here to. Uh, he's going to chaperone this uh, conversation to make sure like we behave. Oh, good man. I mean, I'm 23, so I don't know. I don't know if I need chaperoning, but oh, you need chaperoning. You need <laughs> chaperone. Everyone needs a good chaperone. I mean, we never met before, huh? You know, I was thinking about maybe we met at the games at one point, but I was actually thinking on on a run before on the podcast. I don't know if we ever encountered, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I definitely knew who you who you were. You won the um the kitty competition in two thousand sixteen. 
Yeah, so the first ever, uh, the first ever teenage competition. Oh, I, I didn't was, know that. Uh, yeah, I think that was the first year. So I, whenever I started CrossFit, I was, uh, I was 15, 15 and a half, I'd say. And yeah. that was the first open I did. But I kind of like, I was kind of tiptoeing, fucking around. Like I did, I did the first workout and I think it had double unders. I want to say that was the, um, I want to say that was the 15 snatches and 30 double unders at 75 pounds. And, you know, I, I got some double unders and I was happy to do it and all, but then, but then I got serious the next year and then they announced the, uh, the teen division and I was like, perfect. No, I mean, yeah. I guess timing just was perfect. Well, what do you mean timing? You were amazing. Well, I guess that just gave me like a little more like, oomph, like, holy shit. Like I'm 16 and now oh, they just okay. put this, they just put this, you know, okay. division in for me almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I thought you were saying like timing, like, like you were lucky. You wanted. You were definitely not lucky. You were a freak. Oh yeah, you, no, no, no. You, I um, you were a freak. I I kind of just picked it up quick. So I uh, I played football. I played football since I was probably seven years old, and I was always in the weight room. Just I probably started personal training when I was like ten or eleven years old. Probably way younger than you should. You, you know? mean you had a personal trainer, or you had a clients at ten? No, no, I I had a personal trainer. Yeah, wouldn't yeah, that no. wouldn't that be awesome <laughs> if you were ten and you had clients? No, hell no, no. My uh, my mom was paying a personal trainer for me and my brother at the time. No shit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we uh, you know, we were kept under a watchful eye for I would say three or four years. You know, it's we funny. What what? As you said that, I was thinking, fuck, you, you have fucking batshit crazy parents. But I actually had a personal trainer. I have like five personal trainers for my kids, and they're like five and seven. So I guess I'm I'm even more batshit crazy than you, your you, parents. You know what though? The the funny thing is, is my dad. My dad he uh, <coughs> he's a tow truck driver and a mechanic. He uh, he owns he owns his own business, mm -hmm. and he's gone. He's gone. You know, seven in the morning. I would say comes home eight nine nine at night. Sometimes doesn't. Yeah. So we you know he doesn't really push me. He kind of just he's the old he's the old school Italian dad. You know. Make sure, you know, you could afford life insurance, make sure, you know, that whole thing. And my mom, my mom is just like, whatever, whatever dreams, whatever aspirations that you have, go after it. And whatever I can give you, I'm going to give you like, however mm -hmm. I can help you and however I can help steer you that way. And that's how she's been for like, as long as I've known. And that's, I feel like that's kind of helped me because they just like dive into a, like endeavors instead of just like being afraid. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I want to. I want wow, she's young. How old's your mom? So right now she's 50, but I want to say or 51, but I want to say what? This was Oh, I'm I'm the five, same age. Same age as your mom. It's crazy. My uh I gotta be honest, and I you know I could be biased, but my mom and my dad, they look they look good. My I think my dad's 48 and my mom's 50. And I look at them and I'm like, damn. So I, you know, I I would say they probably still look good till 65, I would say. Yeah, my mom's 112 and she looks amazing. <laughs> She I, looks I so good. I truly believe that people are going to live longer. You know, I told like, I actually just told my mom the other day. I said, "You know when you come into a room, you light up a room." Like usually like old people don't do that. How uh, how old is she actually if you don't mind me asking? 79 maybe? Okay. She fell the other she was doing CrossFit the other day and she was running um uh, sprints. And, uh, she, she fell and she was kind of like, it was cool how it affected her. Cause on one hand, she's like, damn, I'm old as fuck. Like, she's like, I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you know, when you fall, you're supposed to catch yourself. She goes, yeah. She, the way she described it, she just kind of watched herself like in slow motion fall. Right. Yeah. She's like, shit. Like I couldn't do anything to like stop it. But on the other hand, like she's fine. 
She's like, damn, if I'd have broke a hip, I'd be like, toast. You're toast. She's like, yeah, her hands are all beat up and stuff. And she got up and finished the workout. She said it scared the shit out of the people at the gym, though. You know what I mean? You just see yeah, some old yeah, lady yeah. fall. Everyone's like, eh, she's oh, dead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like so, so two things. So I had a similar experience at uh at CrossFit Mayhem. So I was doing um Your Rich's oh, dad fell? No, I I fell actually. <laughs> just, just straight off just straight off a box. And I actually I put a I put an Instagram reel and the reaction, Lindy Barber. I'm sure you remember Lindy Barber. Yeah, yeah. She was judging Angelo DeChico right next to me. And it's like we were doing box jump overs and my heels just stood on the box and then I just faced over right into it and and Lind and uh Lindy kind of just like gave like a little look over and then kind of just got right back to work. So that kind of just reminded me of this little uh Caleb, how did you get that so quick? How'd you do that? You just heard and you're you're already just scouring his IG. He's just good. He just shrugged his shoulders. He's like, I just good. Just, oh, and just, also, Sivan, I wanted to I wanted to also say so. I'm so I want to say my grandma's around seventy eight or seventy nine, and uh-huh. to be honest, I couldn't imagine taking her like like her taking a fall and being able to get back up and 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 keep moving. So the fact that your mom could do that, I think that's awesome, Sivan. Yeah, that's yeah, my uh, Devesh Maharaj. What an eclectic group! This is such an inclusive podcast. I'm glad <laughs> we, our, our DEI team has done a marvelous job. You're right. If I, you're right. You're right. Cause you know, cause my, my grandma is just an Italian grandmother that cooks the best meatballs, you know, and, and I couldn't imagine if, if she fell, I would probably dive to catch her before she hit the ground. Like, I just feel like she's fragile. You know what I'm saying? I've reached this point. I don't know. And you may be old enough for this too. Um, I can't, how old are you? Uh, 23 and a half. Oh no, maybe you're still, ah, you're getting there. There's this point in your twenties. I think it happens in your twenties where you can't fall backwards anymore your back will go out. Do you know what I'm saying? That like, like if you're running on a wet lawn or you're running on ice, or if you're running downhill and you start to slip, like just a mature faller knows, Hey, you got to keep going forward. Do you know what I mean? Or like skimboarding, you know, skimboarding that thing Uh, where you run on the beach. Well, not too much, but I do do have a, I do have a life experience actually. So, so outside in the back of my house, uh, we have like a long leash, I would say, 50 60 feet and we uh we connect my dog to it we also have a fence but god mom, you are italian east coast that it, is so exactly, italian east because exactly. it's tied to a tree and your dog he's exactly. been left out there overnight exactly so so anyway so uh I was that's playing. also some white trash shit too we used to do that in my in my neighborhood well, well so we have a fence but my mom <laughs> wants the leash for like additional like Oh, what if he jumps over the fence and then chases a squirrel? And then at least we have the leash on him. So right. it's just like, I, I wish that we could freely, because like, oh, in, in Tennessee, oh my God, the dogs, I'm sure they run to neighbors' houses. I'm sure they run down the street and then they come back. They're just right. free. Right. But over here in New Jersey, New York, that can't. But so anyway, so the leash, well, you know, it's long. So I threw the ball and I wasn't watching, but the leash was uh, right under my leg. And then oh. my dog took at like full speed and it took me out right under. And that's funny you say that. Cause I actually fell right on my back ass. And I like, I, I think I like fractured my ankle and I. When was that? Uh, that was actually like two years ago. Yeah. There becomes this point like um, where you're running on, like if I, like I play a lot, I used to play a lot of Frisbee. Now I still play some, but I play almost all beach Frisbee, but I used to play a lot of Frisbee on grass. And if you running and you, and for some reason the grass is wet and some reason you start to slip, everyone always wants to go back, but you reach an age where you're like, if you do that, you're, you're fucked. So you just have to keep going forward. You know what I mean? Like if you run down a really steep hill, like the option isn't like to stop. You just got to like, Hey, you better have some fancy footwork and keep going. 
Yeah. It's, it's forward momentum at all times. Skateboarding's like that. I mean, I don't skateboard, but I see my kids. Yeah, I've never skateboarded either, to be honest. I guess uh, I was just always a contact athlete, you know? Like, if it was no contact, like, uh, you know, bike bike riding and, and stuff like that, it kind of just never appealed to me, you know? Yeah. Uh, will you hold on one second? No problem. That's the sound of a 360-degree barbell brush by Hybrid Athletics. I always forget to do the sponsors and uh, someone in the comments said, what about sponsors? Also, everyone should buy their coffee from Paper Street Coffee. Use code word Sevon, get 10% off. I don't know how he affords to do that. Um, that's the only coffee I drink. Mm, beans are beautiful. And remember, this is the biggest podcast in the space by far. And how come we don't have the biggest sponsors? Because they're scared. They're scared. They're scared. Oh, they're scared. And uh, um, if you uh, want to know about your hormones, go to California Hormones. And if you need a uh, job, go to barbelljobs.com. Um, Nick, um, you, so you're what? What city are you in? Uh, New Jersey, Lodi, New Jersey. God, it's so perfect, isn't it? Pro- probably like I can get to Times Square in about twenty five minutes driving, no traffic. Wow. Yeah, okay. right over the uh, George Washington. There's this other cat that I have on the podcast um, frequently. Well, I don't know. I've had him on, I think, three times. His name is Nicky Rodriguez. Do you know him? He's from Jersey. Uh, no. Oh, but okay. uh, just before I forget, I, I yeah. think that Paper Street Coffee guy, because I was watching your podcast a couple days yeah. ago. Yeah. I think he's from Jersey. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was wondering where he's from. Yeah, he's a cool dude. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, I, get, I can see it in him. It's a great, uh, it's a great story because he said, "Hey, I want to sponsor your podcast," and I'm like, "Hey, I already drink another coffee," and he's like, "I don't care. You can talk shit about my coffee. I just want to support your podcast because I, I know this shit ain't this shit ain't cheap or free." And he's like, "I just want to keep have your shit keep going." I was like, "Wow, that that was really cool." It was either yeah. super manipulative or super cool, but either way, it worked. I grabbed my ankles and I switched coffees. <laughs> See that that reminds me. So you know, you're more you're more mature than me, but. I, uh, you know, I truly believe that all, all things will come in time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the sponsors will fall into place, the right ones. You know what I'm saying? Just, just with time. Yeah. Are you, cr- are you crazy hard worker? Uh, yes. Yeah. That, I mean, I got that from my dad, just seeing him just be, be away all day. I mean, that's like when I started. So <clears throat> I was, I went to a Catholic high school and I went there freshman year, sophomore year. And then I somehow convinced my parents, I was like, Hey, let me homeschool so I could just work out all day long. Okay. So from like 16 years old to about 18, 19 until I got injured, I was in the gym for say six, seven hours a day. Damn. Yeah. And that was, and I don't, I don't want to speak for everybody else, but I, you know, I won the cross the game in 16 and 17. I, I, I had a feeling that probably in the world I had, I probably had a, an argument for hardest, I would say, hardest working 16 year old 17 year old 18 year old when i made it to my first regionals you know meaning just because of how just because of how hard crossfit is right meaning you kept a, re- a disciplined regiment that was so difficult you'd be fucking hard pressed to believe that someone else was um uh yeah just like just so any I, other I, kid was working harder than you I mean, I wasn't, yeah. I was at Taco Bell and chasing girls. And I, like, I definitely wasn't hard, you, more hardworking. You see, that's the thing, Savon. I was, I was at McDonald's. Like I, I would enjoy myself outside the gym, but I would make sure that I would live at the gym. So, you know, yeah. eight, nine hours, I would get there, say 10 AM. I would leave at say 7 PM. 
And, you know, I got this from watching the rich, you know, the rich documentaries and whatnot that you recorded and probably say 16, 16 and a half. I was like, I want to be rich. I want to yeah. work out all day long. I, um, my dad has a Camaro Z28. That's his first car. Oh, and he goodness. had it parked in the garage. And I told my mom, I was like, can you convince him to like pull it out of there so I could turn the, uh, our garage into a gym? So like right from, right from the get go, I, all, all I wanted to pretty much do was work hard. Uh, okay. Loves mom too much. Uh, lives in New Jersey. <laughs> Mama's uh, boy. I mean, I get made fun of but. 50 foot dog leash. Camaro in garage. Hold on. I want to see what ethnicity you are. Uh, punch all of these into my racist, super racist device. You are, you're Italian. Italia. Italian. I knew it. My see, mom. You can't, you can, you people, you can use prejudice. It's weird. You can. It's okay. You can. You like, guess, guess I'm Middle Eastern and my dad came here and opened a, 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 a liquor store. Go figure. And he worked his ass off and saved his money weird right that a, that a middle eastern guy would do that racist it's the truth man that's uh that's like my grandpa truth. yeah my, my grandpa he took a boat over here when he was say 15 over here from italy okay and italian he, man on a boat at 15 yeah. i, I, I want to say i want to say maybe did he have a big old the, loaf of bread did he have like a giant baguette on his shoulder and a fucked up hat like the one i'm wearing no i gotta be honest i think <laughs> i think it was shit I, like on the boat i think right. it was just like compact and i think a bunch of people just like like vomiting know, and puking yes oh probably seasick yes. oh yeah yes. with, with the yes. currents and stuff like that absolutely i think i think he said <laughs> the, the santa maria maybe i don't know one, one of those ships. Hey, but will oh, you pull that? It, it, are you laughing, Caleb? Is the Santa Maria like, is that like the, one of the Mayflower ships? Like Nick's showing off and I don't get it. What are you laughing at, Caleb? <laughs> yeah, it could be wrong. And that could be from uh, Step Brothers. But. Okay. Hey, I'm, I'm reading um, uh, Aristotle Onassis's, uh biography right now by a guy named Frank Brady. Yeah, I'm showing off a little. Anyway, and he's a Greek dude, right? And he talks about his journey for on boat um probably before your grandfather's his was more like at the uh early 1900s but he said they were he was in the bottom of the boat with a thousand other dudes and everyone just pissed and shit and vomited and everything just happened in this one spot he said it was the most disgusting fucking month of his life i couldn't imagine living in prehistoric you know times like that just not prehistoric, <laughs> but, but, but you know it, it, yeah. it it feels like that, even though it was probably what, it was probably what three generations ago, or or what four generations ago. And now motherfuckers are afraid to go on a cruise ship because they might get COVID. Like, are you kidding me? I'd fucking drink ten gallons of COVID. I'd give myself a COVID enema before I'd want to be on one of those ships coming over, fucking sailing over the Atlantic in nineteen oh four. It it does the it does matter what state you're in though. When I was so I was I lived in Tennessee for four years no you nobody had a mask every gas station walmart every grocery store in the heart of covid nobody was wearing masks what in, in jersey no tennessee oh tennessee yeah, yeah so i'm just saying yeah, it, it kind of yeah. depends on the state you know what i'm saying <laughs> but oh in jersey oh my god masked up anywhere if you if you don't go somewhere with a mask you look like an alien you know yeah yeah but, so it's like that where i live too yeah. i didn't play around though i went to war <laughs> hey so i um and, and I went to war because because I because I do CrossFit and I eat well. I don't fucking eat Doritos, Doritos. I don't drink Mountain Dew. Hey, um, how come you're not like all fat and fucked up if you play video games, and you don't even look like a stoner? Yeah, I kind of just uh, I, I 
I kind of just lost my appetite whenever. So whenever I train hard, you know, whatever, four or five, six hours a day, I'm eating constant meals, three, four a day. Now that I'm kind of just sitting, chilling, I go on runs a, a few times a week and I, I keep up with the, with the weights here and there. But um, yeah, I just eat like once a day, maybe twice. I, I say I do intermittent fasting, but I kind of swap whenever I eat and stuff. But yeah. it does keep, it does keep me thin and stuff, and you know I don't want to be a fat slob and and you know and that leads to other stuff and you know yeah it's also incredible. also I'm only 23 years old so I don't want to yeah, close my right. I, I don't want to close my window yeah to get back into CrossFit because I was what? thinking about it what really well, you would uh, make an you would make another run. Oh, I mean, I, so I was thinking about it yesterday. I mean, who who cares whether you win the CrossFit Games at at twenty five, at twenty six, at, at twenty eight, at twenty nine? I mean, as long as you get one title, and that's what I would be chasing, you know, just like I was chasing for the six, seven years that I was competing. But I, I mean, I was thinking about it. It would probably take me five to six months to get me back into competing shape, and then holy probably, shit, probably in a year, I I know that I can get back to where I need to be to be competing. You know the. I, Personally, I feel like the field has died down a little bit, the competition, you know, like compared to, I guess, whenever Matt was there and oh, you're a savage, dude. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just being honest, you know, just... oh, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for you heard it first on the seven podcast. Nick Paladino says the men have gotten soft in the um, CrossFit Games field and he's thinking about coming back. And um, hey, that'd be cool to see you with uh, the Panchik brothers. Yeah, no, I mean, Mixing I would love that to. shit up. And, and the only reason I say that is because, you know, I was I was next to Matt Fraser, Rich, and, <coughs> uh, Hobart, Austin Maliolo. Yeah. 17 man. years old, 18 years old. And I was I was competing with these guys like they weren't they weren't washing me away. And and, you know, Matt, Matt would tell me, like, you know, the potential that you have in the sport is, you know, is is pretty exceptional. And so I kind of I kind of knew what I had. Whether you're delusional or not, and I'm not suggesting you are, the hardest part to get is the belief, and you got that. That's, I mean, right? It, it's like, yeah, I mean, that. I, 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 not, I, no, 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 champion UFC fighters like, well, I'm not sure if I can do it. You know, like you never, you never see any doubt from Rich. Yeah, no, no. I mean, and and I, I, I pretty much whatever I dive into, I have no doubt. Like I heard you say that uh, I was supposed to be the heir to Matt Fraser, uh, you know, a couple. And that reminded me of a uh, of an interview I did when I was 17. Some lady, I can't remember, some cross lady came out to me and was like, well, eventually the question was like, you know, what was her goals? And then I said just to win more titles than Rich did. And like that was just my mindset from 17. So, so good. Um, You're born in Jersey. Uh, Yeah. Is your grandpa still alive? Yes. And my grandma. Yeah. I'm on my dad's side. And you guys still do, do do people hang together? Like people still come over for dinner and you you got a pretty close family or that 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 slowed down a lot. We used to have big family, you know, uncles, aunts, and snap, but now it's usually just immediate family. Sometimes, you know, my aunt Angie hops over and this and that. Cause just you got older or because of COVID, people turned into pussies. I would probably say both, to be honest. Like it was yeah. happening while we got older, and then COVID kind of just like just put a bullet into it, you know? Yeah. Which is tough, but you know. I guess it is what it is. I guess, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a pussy, but like, I also don't want to hand over COVID to my grandmother, you know, like that, that's the line. 
I, I feel like, you know, and, and my grandma isn't mm. really, I feel like that health aware. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I have that responsibility to try not to kind of give it to her and stuff. But that doesn't mean that I kind of didn't see my grandmother for years. I, I, I still went to go see her and stuff like that. So. You still kiss her? Now I do. Now that yeah. they have the vaccine. I didn't, um, I didn't, uh, I, I was so sick for like three days this week and I saw my dad, I told, and I told my dad like not to come over cause he got, not cause I'm scared. Like, I don't, I don't think I, I, I have a little different mindset than you. I, th I think that like, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. I don't think there's any, like, I don't think Nick Palladino's giving it to his grandma. I don't think he's giving, I don't first, I just don't believe it's working like that. But, um, but I didn't kiss my dad when he came over yesterday, which is weird. Cause usually if I see him, you know, I only see him like once or twice a week and I will run over to him and grab him. Yeah. So, sometimes I try to even be more affectionate with them just so my kids will see it. So when they get old, they'll be like, Oh, that's how you're supposed to treat. Cause you know what I mean? I want yep. them always to run over and give me a big hug. That's how so, I was. That's how I was raised. Every time I get off the phone with my dad and my mom, I say, love you. Uh -huh. And then every time I go see yeah. my parent, like my mom or dad throughout the day, every time I like leave to go back to my room, I always say, love you. Yeah. It's kind of just something that we've kind of just, I guess a habit over time. I don't let my boys leave the house without kissing their mom. So like, we'll, I'll be like, yo, we're going to the tennis courts. Let's go. And they'll jump in the van. I'm like, Did you guys kiss your mom. They're like, oops. And then they just, they, you know what I mean? They jump out and run back in the house and kiss her goodbye. I mean, so shit, but, she made, she made them. It's the least they could do. But you don't, you don't make them say love you. Oh, you know? all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, but, okay, but, okay, but yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the kiss, you want the kiss as well on the cheek. <clears throat> yeah. Mom always should get some physical affection. Gotcha. Plus I, I think she thinks that every time I leave the house with them, it could be the last time she sees them. <laughs> she thinks we're going to get into some sort of shit. I mean, Wrong. you guys are just, you guys are just skateboarding and, you know, doing some UFC and some, you know, yes. sporting shit, you know? Yes. I think she thinks we're going to get arrested. <laughs> hey, crazy shit could always happen. So, so you're, you're, you're born in Jersey. And, um, uh, it sounds like a typical, typical story. You come from, uh, you know, your second generation, hardcore immigrants, people, people just know how to work and grind and everyone takes care of their own. And, um, and then, and, and then at 16, um, you decide that you want to homeschool so that you could dedicate yourself to um, sport. Had you ever shown that commitment to anything before in your life? Was that the first thing? Did you ever have a paper uh, route or anything crazy where you're like, this is gonna be the biggest paper route in Jersey or. Uh, so I was kind of, I just played a bunch of sports. I did, I did wrestling, I did baseball and then I did football. So I, and then I actually did basketball too. Wow, I actually okay. had a nice jumper. So I was just that guy that was just doing everything, you know what I'm saying? Just occupied. So it was either sports or video games just because I, I was a loner. I kind of, I would hang out with friends maybe, maybe, you know, twice a month, three times a month and stuff like that, you know, whenever they would get me out of the house. But, and then, and then, yeah. And then when I, yeah, look at that. I don't know. I don't know how maybe. Holy uh, shit. You used to be a girl. <laughs> I do look like I wearing lipstick, right? Yeah. 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 I, you look like, he looks like, um, he looks like uh, James Hobart in the Fake Seven podcast, uh, uh, doesn't he? In the, uh, Instagram account. Wow. Right turned here. Into, you so, turned into, It's amazing what a little facial hair can do. Yeah. People tell me I look 30 now. They used to call me pretty boy because I used to gel my hair right before games. Like my hair used to be just, just thick. Uh, excuse me real quick. Seven, a big movement to not force kids to do something they don't want to do like hugging grandma. My body, my choice. Right, right, right. Go fuck yourself. Um, no, I know you're joking, Jake. 
<laughs> force my kids. I fucking force them to do everything, and they love it. Um, and they, and they really do. I should do a whole show on that. If you do not have really strict boundaries for your kids, if you are a progressive parent, if you believe in exploring every idea and thought your kids have, you will have fucked up, manic, mentally fucked up kids. Kids need crazy strict boundaries to be free. And when your kid says shit, ignore 95% of the shit they say. Don't react to your kids. Support them, but don't react. You're not their friend. You're their parent. There he is. Look at I thought that was James Hobart. That's Nick Palladino. Look at Hobart. Hobart, Hobart in this photo is 50 per, 50% through transition right there. He's on the hormones are the hormone uh, blockers are working, Hobart. My goodness. Someone, you know what's so cool, Nick, is someone made this account like making fun of us. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. Nick's up there. Let's <laughs> click that. How come Nick looks like a dude? How come the rest actually, of us look like we're 10% through transition and Nick looks like a dude? That's actually not a bad picture at all. Oh, uh, not to be confused with Paul Saladino. Burning questions for the guys. How does it feel to go from being an absolute top of the game with peak physical Nike deals, training with Fraser, pulling in chicks, to now just being a dude who plays video games in his mom's basement? Ah, Mo- Mom's garage, by the way. But <coughs> Yeah, and he's got a heater in there, so fuck you. Two heaters, so we just got to stay warm. You know, I mean, it gets freezing over here in the winter. Freezing. I um, I, I was getting kicked in and out of my mom's house until I was 34. I mean, I, I so. Have I you fuck- ever been kicked out? Have you ever been kicked out? No, no. Oh. But I chose to leave. So <laughs> at uh, 17, just because of opportunities. But, um, but yeah, I forgot my point. Did you go to cook? When did you go to Cookville at 17? Yeah, so that was the yeah. So right before that, I was at uh, <coughs> I was at Reebok HQ. Me and Angela, we actually we actually visited there for a little bit, and then I decided to stay there for a while. And then I did in, in Canton, Massachusetts, and I did some training with uh, Austin Maliolo was there, James Hobart, uh, Connor Murphy was there. Wow, um, what year was that? That was like. S- 16 going into 17 because we also did uh i don't know if you ever heard of it but proving grounds so that that was yeah, when yeah 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 so that was when reebok would would i guess send out uh invites to just athletes that made it yeah so we did that there i, I didn't make the games as a as an uh, individual that year but i was just training with the group so they let me get in on it but that was an awesome experience and then shortly, what was your hole what was your hole like weakness yeah um I would say probably body weight stuff like muscle ups, push ups, strict pull ups, stuff like that. Like my how about, max. How about handstand walking? Uh, no, I actually got really good at handstand walking, handstand push ups. Um, I got really good at running actually because I worked with Hinshaw because I think Hinshaw moved to Cookville 2018 or 2019, shortly after I got there. So he was, he was like training. Me, Rich, Matt, Fraser was there. Um, Angelo. We had uh, Dre Strom was there. We had a the group was completely different. Back. Dre Strom's the um, camera dude, dude, right? Who turned super yep. fit camera dude? Yep, yep. Me and him, we would go at it every time. Like the open, me and him would verse each other. We just we always had out for each other. Crazy. Okay, so so. So you, you were always playing sports as a, as a young man. You started early. Um, it sounded like you were pretty independent because your parents were working, right? 
So you would do all the shit yourself, go after school. You took, you looked after yourself. Yeah, pretty much. It was kind of just like up to me. My mom was just <laughs> like, you know, do what you want to do and this and that. And, and thankfully I kind of steered it the right way, I would say. So I got, so I, like I said, I was playing football and then I decided to go to a Catholic school for a freshman year. Because of sports? Because of sports. Yeah. The, the, the Catholic sports are just known in uh, North Jersey. Just, yep, just same with California. Yep. 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 So we, we did that. And then, and then shortly after my freshman year, I kind of just fell out of love with it. Kind of just got tired of it. Kind of just got interested in, in working out. And then I found CrossFit on, I want to say it was YouTube. I want to say, like I said, I was watching some of your interviews when you were uh, with Rich at Averett in Cookville and, and Darren was there and they were doing the muscle up with the, with the wall ball. And oh I, yeah. I, I yeah. Do- yeah. We were in like some sort of corporate gym. Yep. Yep. Averitt. And they made that shit up right there on the fly. Yep. 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 I mean, I, I lived on those videos. I mean, those were the, so I was, I was 16 and that was probably, that was 2015 ish. So I just lived on all those videos. And then, and then eventually, eventually I, I somehow convinced my mom to let me homeschool. I kind of showed her like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to get a degree or I'm going to get a diploma. Like I'm going to get the paper. I'm going to, I'm going to take tests. Don't worry about it. And then she was like, all right, but you better be at the gym all day. Hey, aren't you scared at 16 to do that? Aren't you like, what am I doing? Like, it just seems like such a big decision. Like for me at 16, I was like, okay, I'm going to get a new car stereo for my car. I'm going to cut class first period. I'm going to go to Taco Bell. I'm going to try to bring a bottle of Goldschlager to school. I'm like, like, I, well, so it, like sophomore year, I stopped. Like, playing. How did you have goals like that? So, so sophomore year, I stopped playing football. Right. And I would just, I would just sleep in class. Why? Why did you stop? Uh, so they were, they were looking to put me at a position that I didn't want to play fullback. Okay. okay. But I wanted to play running back. I wanted the ball. So you they, already knew what you wanted. Yeah. I want, I want, yeah. Like, I wanted the ball in my hands. I wanted yes. to be that guy. I wanted to be the guy. And you who, are that guy. You're the guy who knows what he wants. Oh yeah, no, yeah, exactly. But then I guess whenever I didn't get where, whenever I saw that they didn't want to give me what I wanted sophomore year, I, w- I guess I was just like, eh, fuck this. I'm out, you know, but I, I found the CrossFit. So I think I had a little bit of a, of a safety net, you know, but I, I didn't really know what I was doing at the time. You know, I just was doing the open and me and my buddy would kind of just bullshit a little bit. But then whenever the CrossFit games came out, that's when I homeschooled and I was just in the gym and would just would just lift maximum weight and just would go nuts just kind of like any any 16 or 17 year old would just know just kind of no no awareness you know what i'm saying just a wild <clears throat> but it was you had a night you have it you had a naive braveness which is awesome i did i did so so You're going like, into it. so going into my first crossfit gym I was, I was googling i was googling crossfit gyms around the area in school because we actually we had to buy laptops. So in, in class, we would be on our laptops. And I remember my anxiety was killing me. I was like, man, I got to go shake people's hands. I got to go meet new people. Like, I, you know, I'm 15 years old. Who the fuck wants to do this? But I finally just told myself, shut the fuck up and go. So I had my babysitter after school drive me there and drop me off. And they were like, oh, hey, sir, uh, just sign the waiver. And I was like, uh, well, I'm only I'm only 15. Am I able to? And they were like, and so I had to get like a parrot to come over and actually sign the waiver so I could do my first ever CrossFit workout. And um, and I still remember what the CrossFit workout was. I think it was deadlifts. It was running. 
And I want to say it was handstand pushups. So it was kind of, it was kind of easier. It was an easier transition than, than w- what it could have been. You know, it could have been, I guess, pull-ups. It could have been other stuff, but. Are you still close with Angelo? Uh, yeah, we, we text, we FaceTime. We, we still talk a lot. Yeah. That's cool. That's a trip, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. We, um, he's pretty fucking cool. I've been doing, I've been doing some podcasts with him, and I can't believe how much like, Oh yeah. He's easy. He's so easy. Yeah. I I love to watch it because I love to see him kind of get out of his shell and, and, uh, and kind of do new things like, like podcasting and stuff like that. Cause I've been pushing him a little bit. I'm like, dude, like let's, let's make some like unfiltered, like young version of a, of a CrossFit lifestyle podcast. You know, I think, I think it would do well. I think people, people might want to listen, you know, but yeah, people like looking at him that's for sure a lot of guys people dm girls dm and me i'm like get the fuck out of here go dm this fool but um he's he's easy the hardest part about podcasting and, and I, you know part of it's i'm sure kind of easy with me because my fucking mouth just goes but is just being comfortable chilling and he's so comfortable chilling and then he and then he always comes in with a great at mayhem and then we all stop and listen we're like yeah tell us angelo <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he grew up there. He he knows he's been there before I was, and he's still there now. And he's back on the team, which is amazing to see. <coughs> he um, I don't know, I don't know if he's ever told you, but he actually took a little break from CrossFit. I would say eighteen, he hurt, nineteen. He hurt his back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hurt his back really, really bad. And, and then that was, great that patch of gray hair came in. <laughs> he always had that since oh, since I oh, met oh, him oh, on his oh, on oh. his elbows, on his oh. knees. But I've just you know I've just learned. Oh, that's Angelo. You know? He got gray hair on his elbows and his knees. No, not gray hair. Uh, just like white spots. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, interesting. Okay, I there was this basketball player I remember when I was a kid. We used to watch famous. Can't remember, but he always had that gray spot. And then the only other person I ever knew who had it was Angelo. I did he get rid of it? I don't even see it anymore. That's a good question, actually. I, I mean, I haven't seen him in person for a year. The last time I saw him was last March. Yeah, I'll ask him. That's I'm gonna see him. Though. I'm gonna see him in a couple of days. But he's game. He's game. Yeah, yeah. He was actually. I tried to get him on the podcast last night, and he's like, "Hey, I'm saving myself for our next podcast. My voice is fucked up." I was like, "Damn." Yeah, no, yeah. he's a he's a good guy to talk to. I mean, we've 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 done so much stuff together. We've had we've had so many talks. We've had so many experiences at Mayhem. I mean, he's kind of. I mean, he's my brother to be honest. So, um, so 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 you start doing CrossFit and you start going hard and then what, and then what, and, and you get notoriety and, and what happens? Why do you, why do you cut? Why do you split? Why do you switch to video games? So, so at, at 18, uh, 18, 19, I would say right after like the year after I got to regionals, I, um, I was competing in the open and both of my shoulders, it just felt like knives were going through them and both of my hips were just ruined. I couldn't, really put my sock on the right way without pain. And I was kind of just ignoring it. I was like, that fuck it. You know, you're young, just keep pushing and this and that. And at 19, I I failed to make regionals, which was weird because I made it the year before my first year in the adult uh, uh, competition. And I was actually at uh, Hobart's gym, Reebok, uh, Reebok one. I want to say if I remember correctly. And um, I just remember just bawling my eyes out and just being like, I, I really can't do anymore. Like I can't move on until I fix my body. So I, I ended up meeting the stem cell guy that actually worked on some people at mayhem and injected stem cell and this and that. And 
I did that. I got stem cell on uh, both my shoulders, both of my uh, both my hips, and then did six to eight months of hard hard physical therapy. And I I would say I got back to myself. I would say you know ninety ninety five percent. I was I was actually like, damn Nick, like all right now now we're ready to take over. You know, go on, move on to the adult journey, and then yep yep. There's the. Uh, the physical therapy guys oh and you got thick there look at you yeah i probably put on a little weight that's yeah 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 and then um and then i did i did a a sanctional event the italian showdown i um after i rehabbed i went and i was training with uh with tia shane and matt fraser in mayhem and 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 working with shane it was just uh it was just nice to get a a, a different feel of 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 programming because I'm sure you, uh, I'm sure, you know, Rich's programming is just, you know, dick in the dirt, show up tomorrow, do it again, you know, every single day. And, and Shane's, Shane's program is more, you know, structured out, you know, more resting. And it was just, it was just refreshing. So I, I, I made it to the Italian showdown and I ended up placing 15th out of a hundred. And I think sixth place qualified that year because I don't know if you remember, but that was like if people already mm-hmm. qualified previously from the open, if they compete in a sanctional, the uh, the next person goes. So, like, I guess oh. eventually it just crept up to like I guess <coughs> sixth or seventh place. So, I mean, I was happy. I was like, well, I actually I left the part out. I the, the shoulder pain kind of crept back a little bit on my left shoulder. So we were kind of looking what to do. And I was like, fuck it, just just shoot a cortisol shot and and we'll go from there. And that actually helped a lot for four or five months. I was like, oh, my God, I'm healed. Like, thank God. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, my. You know, and then just right at the competition, right, the Italian showdown, that's when the pain started to come back. And after I, I, I really wish I, I didn't do it, but I ended up getting a shoulder surgery. And that just put me, that just mentally ruined me. And I was, in, I was never really able to bounce back. I was never really able to get back to myself, like the standard that I was acceptable with in the gym. Um, what do you mean standard in terms of strength, uh, uh, flexibility just, or commitment or what? Uh, actually, at the end there, about a year ago, a year and a half ago, it was everything. It was my, my strength wasn't there. I was kind of like, you know, when is it time to get out of the gym rather than, you know, what are we going to do in the gym? And then it was kind of just hurting me more than I was enjoying it. And and I'm always I'm always looking for new things like that. You know, when I was younger, I like to play baseball, you know, wrestle football. So I guess that's where the video games tie in when you're hurt all the fucking time and you're just down and out. You have a lot of free time. So I would just play just a massive amount of video games. And I don't know how familiar you are with Twitch, but there's this platform that you can play your video game, but you also put like something like this, like a face cam, I would say, on the top right. And you just, you know, entertain, you interact, you know, you connect with with the people that come in the chat. And and I, and I was watching that. I started watching Twitch, I would say, about three years ago. And and I'm the type of person, whenever I see something, I I ask myself, I wonder if I could do that and how good can I do that? And I really enjoy interacting with people and, and kind of talking in this and that. So I, I just gave it, a, I just gave it a stab. I started my channel six months ago and I kind of just dove in and it's been, it's been, it's been honestly pretty good. 
So you're, it's basically YouTube, but for video games. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, but like this show is on Twitch right now. You guys also have a Twitch channel as well. Yeah. We go to Twitch and Facebook, but no one watches there. Yeah. So that's, and we used to go to tweet tweeter, but they've, they've, they kicked us off or something. I don't know why we don't go there anymore. Twitter. Yeah, Twitch uh Twitch is interesting. Twitch in my opinion is a is a community of its own, you know? I mean, I don't have that many Instagram followers. I think Is I that have... you right there? Oh, that is you. Yeah, that is me. Yeah, that was uh that was actually today. That was Okay, so right there. here you're loading up a game and and you're and you you just got you're you're live there and yep. you're basically telling people, "Okay, guys, I'm about to start this game. Welcome to my show." Um, all the hot chicks, uh, please send me your phone number. All the dudes say cool shit about me. I'm um, watching me fuck this dude up. And if anyone wants to jump in and take an ass whooping, I'm doing two player games in about 30 minutes. Something like that. But um, but just like just like on uh, YouTube, there's a chat box. So to be honest, like different from YouTube, my whole like reactions and my entertainment usually comes from the chat a lot. Like answering the chat, like giving them recommendations, like answering questions and kind of just like interacting with them almost. Uh, do, okay. And, and um, they're typing or they're, or they are yeah, talking. Yeah. Okay. No, so you have to read typing. and play at the same time. Well, yeah. So, but right here, so I'm playing, I'm playing a soccer game. I, you know, I mean, I'm wearing some soccer gear right now. You can tell, but so what I, the soccer game, it's kind of weird. The actual game itself is, is pretty horrendous. Like nobody likes playing it. Like, it, honestly like it, it's rigged like people feel like like before the game starts the game puts a predetermined winner okay. so no matter what you do in the game like you know the ball is going to bounce back to the to the other opponent and he's going to score on you and shit so a lot of the time i spend i spend like opening packs and trying to get trying to get like really good players that i guess would would be excited it would be exciting to get what does that mean and, opening up packs so exactly what i'm doing right here they have all different packs in the game and that's kind of do you have to pay for those like with real money it, yeah exactly so that's that's how they make their money the the soccer game right there they, oh, okay i i heard that they make that they're the most they make the most money off like additional buy-ins like additional like on the xbox like buying stuff like out of any games i want to say like a couple billion a year from this game mode that i that i uh that i live stream what what's the name of this game uh fifa 22 FIFA like it's another 22. word, another word for soccer, like FIFA K Federation. K uh, Caleb, can you? Um, I like the way Nick talks to me, like I'm a retard, because I am a retard. <laughs> I, like I don't know any of this stuff. I, well, I'll talk to military guys, and they're using just acronyms left, right, and center. I'm like, how the fuck would I know that? But well, you're like, you explain to me what FIFA is. Caleb, can you look up to see how much money that game makes? I feel like. Oh shit! I got rid of the wrong dude. Oh. There you go. I feel like Caleb would would know maybe more about Twitch, but I just feel like I could be wrong. But the demographic, the age demographic with Twitch is more like I think you're 14, right. 14 to 13 years old, I would say to about 30. Yeah. Even the people who watch this show, like when I look at my stats, it's like there's no one like it's just a bunch of young dudes watching an old fucker like podcast. I'm like, what's wrong with you guys? Go chase girls. I mean, watching this show. I mean, that's all our generation does. I mean, I'm almost positive that our generation doesn't watch TV anymore. Like, I don't have cable. It's just all of my all. Of my oh my goodness! How much? It's two point five billion. Yeah, exactly. So, but the third quarter, the third quarter was one point seven billion. 
Yeah. So And that's peep that's kids spending their fucking parents' money buying imaginary soccer players. Dude, I'm telling you. Soccer I'm like telling that. you. I'm I'm gonna tell you like something. That. Oh my god, I have the greatest <laughs> kids in the world. I have the if you have kids and you're in California, I will let your kids play with my kids for five hundred bucks an hour. And they will fucking they'll bring a light. Your kids my kids are like all little baby Jesuses, even though they're Jew boys. I'm telling you. Fuck. I would. I'd, I met this kid the other day. He's a 15 year old kid. He's the greatest tennis player in the area, right? He's okay. dope. He's dope. And my kid plays tennis with him now on Sundays. It's crazy. And my kid's only seven. And um and I'm and of course Nick, I put a weight vest on him when he plays. Five minutes on, five minutes off. Unheard of. I ask all these other pro soccer or tennis coaches, you ever do that? They're like, no. Why would we do that? I'm like, cause CrossFit tennis, motherfucker. Anyway. And so I meet this 15-year-old kid's uh, dad, and I'm like, hey, how's your kid so cool? Kid's like mature, stands upright, shakes hand, a little shy like a 15-year-old, but cool as shit. And, um, and he goes, well, he didn't get a cell phone until last week. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'm not giving my kid. Look, there, yeah, there's Avi. Look at him. Normally, I make him play barefoot, too. In training, he plays barefoot with a weight vest. Stud. I like yeah. that. Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. Life's hard, right? Make life hard. And he loves it. He yeah. thinks, and he loves it. And he know, you know what he knows? He knows he gets attention for that. So on that tennis court where we're playing, there's all these old people because this is during the day at a public tennis court. And okay. they see him and they just, like, it just imagine like these 70 and 80-year-old people coming up to the chain link fence to watch this little seven-year-old play. So he, he's already just absorbing it. And he's so polite. He says hi to him and smiles at him and shakes their hand and I like it. I like it. You give them, you're giving them no chance. You know, they're going to be savages. I like that. You know, why, why leave it up to chance? You only have, you only have, right. kids. You only right. have so many kids. Right. And when we drive by elementary schools, I stop and they're all fenced in and shit. And there's kids. I'm like, you want to do, you want to hang with me or you want to go in there, go in the fucking cage <laughs> to kids. They're like, we'll hang with you. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. It used to be cool though. in in the schoolyards, like, you know, I agree. I had years fun. ago. I, we played soccer. We were running around. We were playing basketball. I was grinding up on, you know, little girls my age. It was just, it was just a good time. The good know? old days. Yeah. The good old days. Exactly. Yeah. Eighth grade teacher brings a banana to class and explains to you how condoms work. <laughs> I missed that class, but. My dad will be my, me and my dad got into it the other day. He's like, what's your problem with sex, edu sex education? I'm like, I don't have a problem with sex education. The penis and the vagina should be talked about in terms of reproduction. Not no five year old should be told he can cut his penis off. Fucking yeah, penis. yeah, just, yeah, yeah. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean. So you, I, so you, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I had a point, but I forgot. You can go. Um. So you do the. So you basically you get injured and you step away. Is there an official step away from CrossFit? And was that hard? Was there like was there one day where you sat down and you're like. Done. Yeah, so I was uh, I was doing the open last year, and it was it was the first workout. It was wall walks. And Wait, last year? Yeah, last year. No, like, you've been out longer than that. No, no, no. Last year, huh? I, I yeah, I competed. I did the first workout of the open. Excuse me. Yep. Wow. In, okay. In uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, with uh, with Tia, Shane, Brooke Wells. I think. Will God, Moore Nick, I feel there. like you've been gone for like three years. No. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I'll be honest. The hype, the hype has kind of died out. I would say. Okay. You know, like, like I, I feel like everybody was like waiting to see what I would do, and then you know, injuries and time passing. So I feel like maybe the hype just kind of died a little bit. Okay. So, 
And, and I, I only stay oh. on the tip of the spear. I only stay on the hype for shit that will push my numbers. So if you weren't on the tip of the spear, you had to. No, and I, and I don't blame you. And I don't blame you. I mean, you only got so much time in the day, you know? Right. But, okay. Um, so, so, so you do, so you do the open last year and. I only did the first workout and I just, I did horrendous. I was just sweating all over the place. I was slipping. Tia was trying to steal the towel away from me. And I was like, don't steal it away. Like I'm sweating my balls off. Like, what are you doing? You know? But, um, and then after that, I kind of was like, all right, Nick, you know, you did, you did horrendous, you know, you've been thinking about kind of getting out and starting new ventures for a while. Maybe this was, this was the time, you know, let me just, and, and again, you know, I cried like, like a little bitch and I, and I called my mom and I was just like, I was like, this, this needs to stop. Like I've been kind of faking it. Like I've been, I've been, I've been done probably for five to six months now, you know, I even kind of just forcing it and kind of, but, but moving on was one of the best things, you know, because it, it's true. You know, people say like time heals all. Yeah. That is true. You know, once you find something else to occupy your time and, and something to chase, you know, it really does help. And then, so you fired up the Twitch account. Yeah. So I fired up the, uh, I fired up the Twitch account. I kind of, I kind of said, fuck it. I was, I was, I was, did you play it? Did you, did you know? Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 you're good. No, 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 you're good. I, it's better when you ask questions. It kind of steers me. Oh, so, so you fire up a Twitch account and, um, a lot of people would be like, Hey, I'm not going to do that until I'm good. But does it matter in Twitch? Like, could I just go in there and like, as long as I have personality and like, like, is, is it driven by the best people? Is it driven by the ones with the most personality? Is it driven by well, so that who are the most real, the most fake? Like, look at those guys on Instagram. Who are those guys, Caleb? Those, those guys who are like, I'm a soldier boy. I got the bling bling ding ding ding. I got the boom boom boom. Like, I I have to say assume that there's no one out there who thinks they're cool. But I follow them because I just want to be know what's going on with pop culture. I'm like, wow, what? Yeah, these guys. I did the ding ding ga boom 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 ga ga goon goon. Click on one of their things. Let's just get a little bit of see how accurate I am. Now these guys are just like these guys are just I would say just rappers of, of this generation, you know. Like you think those pop. guys are wait, you think those guys are rappers? Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm I'm almost positive that these guys are rappers. I'm pretty sure they make music. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And I want to say they call themselves the the island boys. Yeah, right here. Yes, the island boys. The, yeah, what do yeah, they call yeah, the soldier boys? The island boys. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, the yeah, island boys. boys. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm almost positive they make music. Yeah. Wow, I but, never you know, even knew they, that. They, they make dog shit music, but um, but nowadays, uh, you know, there's an audience for every for all kinds of music. So, you know, you I do, just thought that somehow that their parents were really rich and died, and they're just burning through it as fast as they can, and and they're just being funny. Like some part of me thinks that their tattoos might not even be real. Yeah, it could be that. Uh, you know, the thing is, though, we're never gonna know that backstory. You know, like they're they're never gonna release the true. I invited them on the podcast. Where? Uh, it's the DM? Yeah, in the DMs. I mean, I had the Liver King on. All is possible. Yep. All oh, is possible. And I don't know if you know this, but um, one of my friends that uh, that used to play at the University of Tennessee, if you have the check mark on your Instagram account, yeah. your message doesn't go to requests. It goes to like a special like section where I guess everybody sees it. Oh, then good. 
That's what I was that, told. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny is I can post something and I will only get like 500 views, even though I have like 90,000 followers because I'm so shadow banned. But I, but I, but that is the thing. That's the whole reason I have an Instagram account so I can get into people's DMs and invite them onto the podcast. That, I mean, that's probably people get excited when they see a blue check mark. I get excited. Yeah. No, I, I tried to get a blue check mark, but they, uh, they declined me. Rightfully so. I mean, it's only it's only the teenage division. But. So nah, you should have, dude. There's goofballs. How does <laughs> I mean, Josh I, Bridges not have a blue check mark? Really? I mean, if if not other, even good dudes, coffee has a blue check mark. It's bizarre to me. Navy Seal, one of the best top top ten best CrossFitters ever to fucking play in the game, and he can't get yeah, a blue check mark. Hey, you know what that says though? That says that CrossFit's not doing their fucking job. The worst UFC fighters get blue check marks. That's what they do. Yeah. They just get them for them. Oh, I wow. mean, look at that. I mean, I I wonder if he knows. Maybe this. the coolest dude in the game. Sorry, go ahead. You could actually you could actually put in for verification. Like you could actually put in like there's on the settings you could request uh, a check mark. Yeah, I, I I would definitely tell him because I would have to imagine he hasn't. Because I mean, what they look up a couple videos of him and they're gonna be like, oh. Sponsored by Nike, professional athlete. Right. I would give him the check mark. Right. But maybe they, and, but maybe someone over there just hates him because he was in the military. Could be. Oh, that reminds me. Um, somebody, somebody commented on my Instagram post, and they were like, "From CrossFit Games or Teenage Champion to Gamer," and then I and then I wrote something like, "You look like shit," or "You look like dog shit." And then, uh, and then Instagram was like, we, we are, we did not post this. It's like harmful content. And I was like, what? So I had to like rephrase it to where like, it was nice enough, but I could still get a dig at the guy. You know what I'm saying? So that was kind of weird. That was like my first ever, that was like my first ever problem with Instagram. And I've been on it for, I would say eight, nine years. It, 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 um, that's a great picture. It happens to me. It happens to me every day. Nick, um, I did. The, I posted a video of um, myself doing 50 burpees for time. And my wife um, posted on there, I'm going to go beat your score right now, your time now. And Instagram pulled pulled down. They sent her, we pulled down your post because of violent um, reference, uh, threatening violence. I'm going to beat your score. Yeah. So I heard hey, that. Hey, dude, and Elon's going to buy... He, 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 Anyone who thinks, oh God, I'm a fuck about to go I, off. Okay, I, go ahead. I go heard ahead. that on your previous podcast. Yeah. I truly think they're probably just fucking with you. Like that, you're probably in. I would have to imagine you're in a category of like, you know, hey, we got to watch this guy. And yeah. I'm sure they just, I'm sure they're just like, hey, the word beat, get the fuck out of here. You know. Um, I bet you there's not one person who believes in global warming. Not one. Not one who's read a book on um uh, on the science of global warming. Like like the, the the real science on it. Like who hasn't who who's not a um didn't watch just uh convenient truth and inconvenient truth. I bet you're not one. I've never met one. I've never met one. I talk to people about it all the time. Those things like anti-vax and and global warming, those are things that just like they've become weapons to to pick on to pick on people. They've just become uh, it's kind of like someone said the other day. I, I, I was watching. I think it was. I heard the Nelk boy, Nelk boys. Do you know who those guys are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big YouTubers. Yeah, they they yep. interviewed Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a month ago. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was. It was. Did you see that interview? Yeah. So I watched it live. Yep. Before it got. Yeah, me too. Before it got yeah, pulled yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. They they had like a hundred thousand live people. It, it it was insane to watch. How nice amazing. are those boys? 
like like, like actually, those are nice boys. Like those, well, I'm, they well, come across like nice boys. They're not like di- they're not dipshits. No, I would say more fun though. They're fun. Just ch- yeah, j- they're just chasing a good time every day. But that that what does really well on YouTube, having a good ass fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Giving away a Lamborghini. Yeah, but but that's that's different. that's a different like it's like so before them there was people like like that like um the Logan brothers there's a little bit there's like some hostility there um Dan Blazarian it's it's just all pussy and drugs but these guys are like like the Nelk boys are like like you'd have them over like I'd let my kids could hang out with them. By the way, before I forget this, so you had yeah. Elliot Hulse on oh, the podcast. God, I love this, him. This goes to this will tell you how much I've been on YouTube. Yeah. I used to watch him, and I used to I I bought a strength camp. Uh, like skinny. He had like like a like a tee, like a guinea tee, and it was like camo, and it said Strength Camp. That was the name of his gym. And yeah. I used to wear it to, to high school when I was like fourteen or fifteen, just because I was a huge fan of his his little videos that he used to put up, like you know how to increase your bench press thirty pounds, and then how to get legs like a friggin' buffalo, like you know just shit like that. So. Um, I, I love. I, I, I want to come to this comment. This is exactly where I was going, Rich. It's going to be so funny. What? Well, that's exactly where I was going. Um, uh, Caleb, can you look up the term guinea tea? I'd like to see guinea tea, please. For five hundred, uh, Caleb, I'll take guinea questions on guinea tea. I fucking <laughs> love it. My my, I put my my kids always wear the same outfit. They wear a wife beater. And black tights, girls' tights, because that's what Barisna, yeah, a sleeveless shirt worn by bosses, a name that most retards don't recognize as another word for wife beater. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you go on Urban Dictionary. It's funny. <clears throat> a gangster, northern way to say wife beater or tank top. Isn't Guinea like Italian? Is, is that is it derogatory for Italian? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So they're kind of stepping on the Mexicans' turf because Mexicans had that. They, they got the wife beater. If you, it's a wife beater on West Coast and Guinea tea on the East Coast. I guess so. Yeah, God, that's so good. I guess, so. but I, but I, but my aunt actually says wife beater though. So she wife does? beater, yeah, that might be over here on the East Coast. <laughs> my yeah. aunt, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my aunt loves to loves to talk some shit. Hey, um, can you can you pull up Mikhail Baryshnikov, uh, Caleb? Mikhail Baryshnikov. He's a ballet dancer from back in the day. Anyway, Elon's going to buy. What's funny is so Elon's going to buy Twitter and some things are going to go away. Like that's going to cure global warming. And it's so funny that people don't know that. Like it's going to cure so many things. He owns 9% of Twitter Twitter now. It's going to it's going to totally change everything because it's going to allow a fair and open discussion. If someone owns it, who doesn't censor? Let me see. Go to images. Maybe go to images and see his. Um. My mom always was into Mikhail Baryshnikov, and so like I was, I'm always thought he must be the man. Let me see if there's a picture. The picture that stuck burned in my head. Keep scrolling down. Anyway, the picture in my head is him in black tights and a wife beater, and he was always like surrounded by hot women, and he was a ballet dude that was straight. So that's how I dress my boys. And that's how I, that's how I know that's another reason how I know gender's bullshit cuz that's my idea of masculine but everyone around me that's they're like why do you put your boy in girls tights I'm like cuz that shit's hard. Yeah. Do they Cuz I made it up. Sorry, go they, ahead. Do they ever ask to wear something of their own? Like are they ever No. No, they do. They do. Okay. My that kind of they don't 
here's here's the thing my kids live in that they do my kids are really 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 free they're capable of just anything i'll let them do whatever they want but i keep them in such a tight loop do you know what i mean so my kids would never think to dye their hair because i don't let them like um peruse the internet or if my kids said to me um uh I want to dye my hair red. I would just ignore them. I wouldn't react. There's no yes or there's no no. There's no like fine. Go in the fucking yard and squeeze some berries in your fucking hair. There's a fucking blueberries over there. You know what I mean? Like make up your own shit. I'm I don't. I think you're a fucking jackass if you're a parent and you let your kid dye their hair at seven. And yet my kids are so free. Other parents are like, I can't believe you swear around your kids. (laughs) Fuck you. But but I won't let my kids say the word disgusting. Because that, I think that's a moron word. Like, I wouldn't let them see a spider and be like, hey, that spider's disgusting. No, that spider's actually not disgusting. It's an amazing yeah. creature with an exoskeleton that can shoot fucking webs from its ass and fucking build a web. Let's check it out. Let's use some discreet. Let's, let's, let's see the world for what it is. Like, like it's just I'm a sure. trip. Parents are tards. They're, they just, they're on auto fucking pilot. You cannot be on autopilot. Your kid is a cobra. At yeah. King Cobra, and would you ever like go on autopilot if you were trapped in a room with a cobra? No, you'd be like, well, "What the fuck is this dude doing?" Yeah, you're always on maybe, edge. Maybe try to grab its neck, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you don't. But you don't do stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you have to stay on guard. Like my kids will be like, "Hey, can I have a cookie?" Like I don't like I don't even say yes or no. Yeah, like that. They're just it's just a thought. I just let it pass I, for them. I wonder. I wonder if it was the same for you. I know that I always spoke differently. <clears throat> You always like, what? I, I always spoke differently, like at home in front of my parents. And right. then when I was at school with the boys. Yeah, me too. Me oh, too. Oh, man. Like it yeah. was. Yeah. That's where I kind of learned how to like bullshit and kind of, yeah. you know, have a good time and, and talk through things and kind of interact on, on a different level, you know, just from being in this area and just being so on top of each other. Um, This is the um uh, podcast with... Nick Palladino. I only text back my friends who have blue check marks during the show. Um, yeah, kid, yeah. So that's the thing. I, so right now, I get up and do the podcast, and my kids are doing um, schoolwork. The second I come out of here, I'm going to take them to this. We got new trucks for one of their skateboards. I'm going to take them to the skateboard shop. Then we're going to go to the skate park. Then we're going to come over and we're going to hit tennis balls. Then we're going to come home and we're going to go into the garage and we're going to work out. And by then, it'll be like one o'clock. And they'll have had their fucking fill of me and I'll have had my fill of them. And and that's it. Then they're free. They go play in the yard. Like by free, I mean, they can do whatever they want. Usually they'll play music or they'll go in the yard and throw rocks or they have, they love chalk or they do chalk, but they have their own shit they can do. And they yeah. do that shit until like four or five. They have three hours of free time to run around the house or do whatever they want. Eat, you know, they just can't watch TV. And, uh, and then at five o'clock it's, it's back on again. We do some shit. We fuck around some more. But yeah, they need structure and discipline. Can't throw rocks at the side of the house. You can throw rocks that way towards the back, you know, away mm-hmm. from the house. Yep. And if you do throw a rock at the house, I'm going to come out here and it's like someone's going to do 100 burp- burpees. 100 burpees, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like pretty. It. The other day they were in the shower, the three of them. There's no fighting in the shower. Like it's three boys, so they fight a lot, right? Tons okay, of yep. punching and headlocks. Yep. So they're fighting in the shower. I turn the shower off. I hand them each a towel. I take them into the garage. I throw them each a pair of underwear. 100 burpees. Someone smarter back, 110 burpees for all you motherfuckers. 
they're laughing right the whole time yeah. but they did it they crushed 110 they're talking shit to me the whole time yeah they got back and took their towel took their underwear off get the fuck back in the shower no more punching yeah easy I like it yeah like easy it. day Seems one of my like friends who only one of my friends who only has one kid they they brought up something really interesting to me yesterday you can't really do that with one kid like i could be really rough on my boys because they have each other yeah it's me against them so like i'll be like hey 20 burpees for fucking punching your brother and all three of them be like we'll all do it fuck you yeah i mean they don't say fuck you but you know what i mean like that's the yep, impression yep. they give me we'll, we're sticking together i'm like well, yeah well you're all gonna do 25 together and then they do it and they laugh at me and run off yep. i'm like so you know what i mean Yep. But if you have one kid, they start crying. And enjoy, <laughs> enjoy it, Savon, because you know, ten more years they're gonna be, they're gonna be going their ways. You know. Oh, thank you. No, the hell no. I'm keeping my kid in the basement with Twitch <laughs> when they when they turn. Hey, if he if he's entertaining, then then he, he could definitely make a living on there. Hey, why not? Why not do Twitch? Um, why not get in really good shape and just do Twitch shirtless? so so what's the uh, next what's the next level where are you going to take your twitch by the way so, these girls are pretty are, are those your daughters christine McHugh. thank you for the five dollars look at that five bucks coming in but um so so the next the next level the next the next idea i have is is i want to start some youtube but i kind of i i don't like wanna... live the same thing that you do on twitch but on youtube no, so on YouTube, I kind of want to do what the what's similar to like what the Nelk boys do, you know, Logan Paul. Like, I kind of want to do pranks. I want to do kind of like fun shit, to be honest. Like, I so I don't know if you saw this, but the Nelk boys they did this. They did this tow truck prank where they where they dressed up like you know tow truckers, and they were like, "Hey, man, you know, we got to take the car," and then, you know, it would cause like a like a, like a like a confrontation and this and that, and that's. You know, so I I want I want to do like shit like that. I was thinking about maybe maybe waxing my whole chest. That might be, and then remaking the forty year old virgin scene. Remember when they uh yeah yep. waxes his chest. So I kind of I don't want to limit myself to uh to CrossFit, and I don't want to limit myself to the to the game that I play on Twitch. You know, is that the I, only game you play? Just that soccer game? So I've tried to play shooting games, and I've tried to play baseball and and maybe one or two other games but for some reason the fifa community the soccer community it, it's it's just since i've started you know I, i've built up right over three thousand followers um wow yeah and then Wait, so you'll have three thousand people will they all watch you at the same time no 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 so so i would say on average right now i'm averaging around 50 people okay like yeah when i'm streaming and then i say i would hit 70 people maybe max 90 people and i'm i'm almost hitting the 100 people range but i mean you know just with everything else you know it's going to take time you know you got to build up the community and and keep going but i i do want to start the youtube because i'm sure you know you do it youtube can be can be good money it's so but, it's so fucking hard dude yeah but i, would I mean like, i like it but it's yeah. so much work dude no of course like i don't fuck around at all I would like to hear your take on it, Savan, but I feel like I feel like having a CrossFit channel, it kind of like it kind of puts almost like a cap on you. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I hate I, it. I, I hate it. I want to be free. That's why in my Instagram, I, I just it. put entertainer. Like, I just want to be up to do everything just because I feel like that will let you get to the million subscribers on YouTube. That'll yeah. get you above a million. That's when you could make a, you know, a sustainable living and and do, you know, X, Y and Z. So 
That's we don't even have yeah. we don't even do ours in the sports category. I wouldn't. I, I, would. I didn't check the sports category. I'm in such denial. I'm in such denial. But 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 even when I was at CrossFit, I was in. I, It's not that I don't like CrossFit or sport. I used to I used to watch every single 49er game and every single Raider game. And at one point I realized I'm not a football fan. Because if one of them didn't go to the the, the Super Bowl, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. You give two fucks. Yep. I was a I was a team fan. And so it's like like last night um uh on the live stream, um Patrick Vellner um chimed in in the comments. And I was like so flattered and tickled by that, right? Mm-hmm. Big name. Yeah, it's a big name. And 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 Fikowski um, uh, cracked a joke at me in there, and I'd never seen him in the comments. And that's kind of why I do it, like because I want to interact with these really fucking cool people. I want to interact with um, Nick Palladino, who um, has a hardcore Italian family, um, who. Uh, really was into sports who is kind of a weird overachiever already planning his own homeschooling at 16 and then pivots to Twitch with confidence. Like that's, that's I just want to know people, but I really like some people like really care about CrossFit. And like, I don't besides the fact that like it, it lets my mom pick up my, 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 um, my kids. Yep. Like if they're in the house, if they're at her house visiting or in the place burns, I don't have to worry about my mom. My mom can grab these fuckers and drag them outside. Or the, most seventy nine year like I don't know if my my dad can you know what I mean like yeah the the number way have may have went down a little bit but there's always going to be CrossFit diehards you know there's always going to be people waiting for the the open announcements you know documentaries that they release this and that that that'll never go away yeah you the know, doc I, I don't mind sport. I don't even mind the docs because at least then you get to watch them like run I like the slow mo stuff I like watching them run around naked um it was a fake Brent Fikowski you're breaking my heart <laughs> you're breaking my heart. I guess I guess somebody could have took the name, but on YouTube it's usually Who? like whenever I see Rich on the like on, in the comment it says Rich Froning. Yeah, I yeah. Just when, that everybody gets their actual name. Whenever the the first time Rich commented in one of the comments, I fucking like I I was a hundred percent certain it wasn't him, but it, but it was him. Yeah, too good. Yeah, too good to be true, right? Yeah, and I just yeah. like held my pillow that night and went <laughs> to sleep. I like purred. <laughs> hey, um, what um. Um, of all these people you've trained with, do you have a favorite? Uh, yeah, Tia. It's got to be Tia. Really? Why is that? You know, I. She was just always just wanted to to see me improve and and help, and she was wow. never she was never like judgmental. Like, like I remember, like I I let a little I let a little story leak. I don't want to let yeah. too many go. Yeah, yeah, but, no, let um, them all go. Let's do this. Let's do this. So I don't, I don't know if. Oh, it, someone just texted me and said, "Is he opening up?" <laughs> yes, he's about to. Oh, hold on, let me text him back. He is about <laughs> to. Okay. So I don't know, I don't know if if he's ever told you about this, but uh, Matt and Rich they were doing Froning and Fraser versus the world, and okay. this was when I first moved to Cookville, and that was. Rich and Matt did a team workout and then posted it online their time and was like, Hey, if you beat us, you know, then you get whatever prize X, Y, Z. So that was like in the beginning. And I remember us, I remember, I remember us doing jump rope 
And this was this was kind of like in the beginning when we first, you know, Matt got in the group. We all met at the gym in the morning. And I remember us doing double unders and we would just all, you know, we would always, you know, like three, like three guys. I think Angelo was there at the time. We'd all just be messing around, you know, calling jokes. And I remember doing some double unders at the time. And then so after after I won the games my second year, right before my mom said, hey, if you win the CrossFit games, I'll buy you a car. So you can imagine, Savan, I was just like, holy shit. I am going to just obliterate everybody, you know? And, yeah. and at the time that she told me that actually at the games, I wasn't thinking about, you know, car, but, um, so we were doing double unders and I, and I remember them just saying like, Oh, look at, look at Nick, you know, mommy's Mercedes. Like, you know, they were just busting balls, but, but Tia was always just, was always just, you know, there for you, you know, but oh, Matt, Matt was also really nice to train with too. You know, Matt was good. And so was rich. Rich was, he he was the first guy that that gave me tough love. He was like, "Hey, if you want to be here, it, you got to earn it. Like you got to, you know, you got to come in my dad's barn, you know, seniors barn and you got to do all the workouts we got to do. And you got to go jump in the pond. And then whenever you're tired, like I told you, and I, I see you the next day." And I didn't, you know, I just turned my brain off and, and I and I just loved it. I just trained all day, all night. But, you know, it was definitely different. It was definitely different stages. Like the like training with Rich was way different with training with like Matt and Tia. And that was like way different than training at like Reebok with Austin Maliolo and Hobart. Well, um, how do you mean different? Like what could be so different? And, 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 they, and do you not like chopping it up? Do you are you like I I, I did this um, podcast with Josh and Matt. We did like 20 episodes and there was this it, it, even though people liked it, the dynamic was bizarre to me because the, Matt some Matt often takes jokes as real. Okay. So like I might be like, hey, could you pull that hat down any further? Like that hat you're wearing right now? Mm -hmm. And he might and he would say something like, Well, actually, and I'm just like chopping on him because he's wearing too late. I'd be like, actually, I can. There's a little space between here and here. And he would like fuck up the good joke. You know what I mean? Like he would be yeah. like, like they like there's a um it's it's not a bad trait. Yep. It's just that, that we're on a different, um, you, you know, whereas is? rich, rich, you know, it's, it's like, like everything's a, like, there's so much joking, right? There's, you, so, there's so much joking I, but with I, Matt I, for some reason, it, there's like almost none. It's bizarre. And I would get off the thing and people would always DM me and be like, Hey, there'd be like, he didn't get this joke. He didn't get this joke. And it was weird. I, I um, I, it's I not a dig though, by the way, you know what I'm yeah, saying? It's not, yeah, it's yeah. just like, Hey, we're on a different wavelength from knowing him. I, I think he just, he hasn't let you like fully in yet because like from training at, at the gym with him, like he, he, he could, he could joke around a lot. Like he yeah. likes to talk about like some, you know, immature shit and he likes to have a good time, you know? So that, that, that's what I feel like it might be. I just feel like 20. Episodes it might be because he's in the public eye too. You know what I mean? Like okay. he has everything to lose. I got nothing to lose. Yeah. True. Yeah. Like you can't crack a joke saying, Hey, your, 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 your podium, um, banana pancake flavor tastes like this vagina I had one time when I was 20. You can't, you probably can't say that to Matt on the air, right? Yep. No, probably not. <laughs> no. but, but behind the scenes, you could, he, he's a really good time. But, um, I actually, I actually <coughs> texted him about, about Twitch and, um, and he was telling me that, he actually had some friends like in the Twitch space that like play their video games and they were making like godly amounts of money a month, like north of like $50,000 a month. Wow. And to me, that's a lot of money. I mean, 
Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure how it is, but so I, I you know, I texted him. I kind of just gave him a whole spiel like, hey, you know, if there's anybody that could, you know, that would be that would introduce you to video games. It would, it would probably be me, you know, but he never really jumped on the opportunity and stuff. But it does just, he play? No, I don't think he plays anything. To be I honest. think he's making way more than 50,000 a month now. Oh, with hard work pays off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He I'm sure he gets a lot of people to sign up. Yeah. I'm sure he gets a ton of people to sign up. I, it, how, Caleb, how much does that cost to sign up? How much did you? Hi. Are you at work, Caleb? You still on the show? Hi. I um. Caleb I, wants to be in the military so bad. That's why he always wears the fatigues. I was I was actually really 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 surprised that uh that Matt kind of like turned into like full time coaching. dude the first time i interviewed him he was like he was was, uh, granted he was young he was like fuck this i'm gonna win the games a bunch of times take my money move into log cabin fuck you guys i ain't never opened a gym nothing yeah so he and then (laughs) and then now he's like he's turning to like check out my protein powder hell i'm gonna get some uh, this and this and this i don't yeah he's turned into a full fucking marketing to be honest with you of all the fucking people I know out there, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Sorry for just sucking my own dick so hard right here. I don't know one person who tells the truth besides me. Everyone else is fucking guard. I don't know one. I don't know one. Now, I see them out there. They're out there. I see them. You know what I mean? Like Elliot Hulse and like there's people out there who are telling the truth. Yep, yep. And, and, and I can explain to you what the truth is if someone wants to know. For starters, you have to know the difference between an idea and what's real. Like, this is a hat. That's real. It's pretty. That's an idea. That's in my head. That's just an idea. Um, uh, it's not true. Um, but everyone I know around me, relative to me, like, they're, they're just not real. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I have to be careful what I say around them. They can't go everywhere in their head. Yep. I'll go anywhere. Yeah. It's weird. No, I, and, and so it's, 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 I don't even know if it's possible for me to do a podcast with someone like Matt ever again. Cause he, cause, cause he, and that's his prerogative, right? But like, he wants to be so safe. To he wants his, to be safe. Protect yeah. his brand. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to be safe. Yeah. I no. think he wants to be, I think he wanted to be free when we started. I think it, it looked, appe- it looks appealing. It's fun. I'm, I mean, I, that's, I'm also that, the happiest person I know too, because I'm free. Yeah. That's the route that from, you know, from training with him, that's what I thought he was going to take. I thought he was going to like be this, free. like come out like this like, with yeah, guns blazing. Yeah. 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 And, and maybe become a plumber, you know, just, you know, and I, that's what I thought he was going to do. So this was, this was crazy to see. And but, he runs an, he has an empire now. That's what I'm saying. It looks like it. it and he's good out. at it. And he's fucking good at it. Look at Mallory O'Brien. She's fucking killing it. His athletes a fucking yeah. shop wrecker. He, that I've, I've always noticed. So he, he always looked at me as a competitor because I'm sure you've heard him, he, but he never gave me any secrets. He would never give me like any tips. He would never give me like, hey, I drink, you know, t- 10 scoops of Gatorade powder in eight ounces of water. And that's what I do. Like he never told me any of that stuff, but he always had a watchful eye on me. Like sometimes I would hit like a, say a 225 snatch is warming up and I would hear him just be like, nice. So he's always had a watchful eye, you know, and that, that might've came from his, I guess, weightlifting days when he was yeah. young, because yeah. that, that's all weightlifting is, is, you know, you look at. You know, you looked at the ass cheeks down to the ankles, you know, all the way up. So he's very calculated. Yes. Yep. And he's always been. He's always been like, I remember I remember when we first got to Cookville, he um, he ended up buying a sauna and it looked like an igloo. And then he he was like, yo, Nick, 
is there any chance that me, you, Sammy, we're going to get like some straps and we're going to hook it up. Or we're going to bring it back to his backyard. So like right when he went to Cookville, he knew he wanted a sauna right next to a, you know, a, an ice bath. So he, he's really, he's really calculated. And sometimes I would go over his house after we had a, at it, like a training day and like to go have dinner. And he would like, he would be just off like a 50 minute bike ride. And I'd be like, I'd be like, what was that for? And he'd be like, oh, nothing. So he, he would always keep like, you know, a thing or two like down below that he wouldn't, you know, but, but like you said, yeah, no, I, I think, I think he's going to make some great athletes. If it, I wouldn't be surprised if he has 5,000 to 10,000 people on this program worldwide. I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised either because of the, of the fact that it's kind of, it's kind of still newer. You know, I think they just did like a relaunch like a week ago or something. I was watching some lives and stuff. So yeah, I bet I, you that fucked him up. Switching platforms. Oh, yeah. I bet you that fucked him yeah, up. Uh, yeah. I, I was, I, if I was his friend, I'd have, I'd have had a fucking pretty hard course. The, the, I had someone, you, you know how it goes trying to build people up on one platform. And then once that gets fucked with, oh my, yeah. Dude, if every single person who I have on auto pay on my credit cards were to contact me and say, hey, just so you know, we need you to punch in your credit card again because we're switching platforms, 100% across the board, I turn them all off. Yep. Even if I love the product because I'd want to start over again. I'd be like, I'm good. I'll sign up later. Yep. Yep. Like, I, let, like I would let my serious account, my cable, I'd let everything go just so I can just <laughs> do it again. Just yeah. so I could like, and, and, and I, I had a friend who was fucking killing it. Multimillionaire in, um, in, uh, Southern California. I think it's Newport or something. And he, he did that. He had a subscription service and he switched from like one platform to like Stripe or something. And he said he lost 50% of his business. Yep. And so, yeah, switching, switch. But anyway, I think he's killing it. Um, I the uh, it sounds like that podium thing has a fucking um, um, million people f- f- fucking drinking that shit. Um, so and, and he's got, but he's also got a lot of investors and a lot like a lot of people involved in that. I don't know what else he's involved in. The aerial shots of his property in Vermont are insane. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yep. it's it's beautiful. Um, and I don't know what his deal with is with uh, Mal O'Brien and Jason Hopper, but I'm guessing that on some level it's they do well and the whole brand elevates, right? Yep. I mean, I I, I think Matt also he, his mental game. I think if he can kind of like give off his mental game, where like you know you eat, sleep, breathe CrossFit, you know you have to have kind of somebody cooking your meals, you know you got to shave your head not to worry about anything. I think if he can give that mindset off, that would probably be the most valuable thing because I think that's what separated him the most like in CrossFit from, and then made him, you know, how good he is. It's just his discipline. How about Tia? Did you see that same discipline from her? Yes. Yep. And, and how about yep. Rich? Uh, Rich, Rich. I just, I've never seen just, somebody train just like 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 you know i watched the videos and then when i moved to cookville i was like wow we're really gonna do five workouts a day you know we're gonna lift twice and then we're gonna go do you know a hinshaw track workout and we're gonna do that you know six days a week i was like damn but and then and then whenever i whenever i started training with matt and tia i was like wow these guys are spending like a little less time in the gym but it, it was obviously still working for them you know, 
So I think there's just, I, I think there's so many different methods to do, you know? Someone was explaining to me the other day that they know Rich is um, clean 100% by the way he trains. And I go, what do you mean? And they go, that's the way, the only way you can be as good as Rich for that long is just to constantly, he said, um, he said, you can't take time off. Uh, shit will just start eroding. And they said his fucking, they, they, I wish I could explain it better. I got to get this person on the podcast to explain to me. It was, I, I was buying it. I was like, I mean, I've never thought Rich was on anything, but I was just like, wow, this is like, hey, did you ever see of all those people that you ever, gazillion people you train with, do you ever see anyone who's on anything? Uh, No, like, like any, like actual, like, like stuff that would get them. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, like you that. never like we're in the locker room and Jane Doe has a fucking three doctors around her shooting her up with something. No, no, never anything like that. Doing like a blood swap. They got like yeah. you walk in there and there's a horse next to a person and they're switching blood. That would be like some movie shit, you know, like how, <laughs> how you get introduced to them like in your sport, you know, but no, that's uh, that, unfortunately good shit like that never happened. <clears throat> uh, Nick's fall off the box at 17.1 was incredible. What a legend. Good to see him on Gary. Hey. Thank you, Gardy. Gardy, Gardy, Gardy Sanchez. How many people call him Gary? My goodness. Yeah, that was a good time. I um so we fell off the I fell off the box. And I think the rule was was your your toes have to come off the box before like your chest or like your hands or whatever hit the ground. And me and or I didn't do that. So I had to end up actually redoing that workout. That's always but, fun, right? But, yeah, but we did we I we ended up doing better, I think. So, but I, I actually, I, I thought I broke my wrist. Like the next morning I was like, oh shit. Like I, like it just kills me just to move it like back and forth. But thankfully, you know, a couple weeks later. When you see, when you would see, um, Rich and, 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 uh, Matt interact, did you know, oh, this is not, this is destined to be, a, there's going to be a breakup here. You know, like when you see a couple together, like, oh, that shit ain't going to last. Uh, no, in the beginning it was like, oh, like it was, it was enjoyable. Like we were just meeting at the gym and, and I got to give it to Matt. Matt is, is really like, you won't, I don't know if you think this, but he's really like goes with the flow. Like he was ready just to do whatever, like, you know, uh, Rich wanted to write on the board. So just seeing that Matt was kind of ready just to, you know, fit in right away. I thought, I thought it was going to last. And then and then kind of unexpectedly, just, you know, one after another, you know, you just kind of seeing them apart. And then I kind of, you know, train, still train with Rich. But then I was also kind of going to Matt's garage sometimes to train. And that actually caused some issues with with me and me and the team and kind of just the whole the whole aura of it. So then I eventually decided just to stick with Matt and Tia like for the last of the two years and stuff. But, um, but I recently, I recently reached out to rich, um, a couple months ago. And, um, because we me, me and rich, you know, I don't, I, I wonder how he would feel about it, but me and him were really close. I mean, you know, I, I was at his house multiple times. I mean, training, we would talk, you know, probably, you know, I, I but it kind of ended, I would say harshly almost like I kind of left and kind of trained like with the next group. But I kind of just reached out and, you know, just told him, like, I was really grateful for, like, those experiences. I mean, what kid at 17, 18 years old is is training side by side with Rich and learning, you know, from the best? I just wish that my body could have kept up. And 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 that, I, I give it to Haley. I give it to Haley so much because 
my body couldn't last like, you know, two, three years of, of rich, of rich voting training. And, and she's like the Terminator. <laughs> like, like she just trains and then, and then she just wakes up better the next day and it doesn't hurt her. So shout out Haley. And her reputation there is crazy. Yeah. I would, I would say, I would say she kind of picked up the, the rich aura. Like, you know, if yeah. you go get your ass being a workout, go see Haley. Yeah, yeah, maybe even more so. Like, she's taking it and run with it. Like, you know, the story there is, is if Rich isn't there, like, and you walk in the gym and Haley's there, turn the other way. Yeah, yeah. Because you're going to be doing three fucking gnarly workouts in a row, and she's gonna, and you're not going to be able to say no. So, Cre- so, I guess you ran Krennikov and Gee. They both have stories now. They're like, what the fuck happened? I can't believe Krennikov, because I, I actually competed against uh, Roman in the uh, Italy showdown in 2019. Uh-huh. That guy's gas tank is titanium. I mean, he doesn't get tired. I mean, all of the conditioning workouts, you know, skier, burpees, muscle ups. I mean, he just finishes top of the line. So to hear that, to hear him that and story, Ricky, how about Ricky too? Gerard, sorry, different subject. Oh, uh, uh, so that that I have a good story about that. So I was um I was at the CrossFit Games 2017 just as a spectator, and that's when Ricky, you know, had the great year. And I was walking on the outside and I saw him and his brother Ben by a tree. And this was like maybe the day before the last day. And I was like, yo, this guy is inspiring me. Like, I want to go over and I want to like give him a handshake. So I went over to him and I was like, hey, man, like, I just want to tell you, like, you're killing it. You're crushing it. Like, keep going. And he was just like, thanks, man. And then, you know, it all came out that he was fucking pumping, you know, horse fucking tranquilizer in his ass. But I love him. <laughs> but he, he I had him a, on the show. I love him. And I love a, Benny too. He did a real good job of keeping his hype, I would say, throughout his four-year hiatus. And and you know, <coughs> I, I would say it would have been easier for him just to fade away and just disappear. So props to that. Because he's people, a bro. He's a bro. He's such a bro. I want to um like when you hang with him or like when he was on the podcast, he's just a um he seems like that guy that'd be like, ah, fuck it. Give me some SARMs. Like, fuck it. I'll take some steroids. Fuck yeah, it. He's, you know? he's just, if, a, if you'll do it, I'll do it. <laughs> he's such, he's such a good dude. He, he's the kind of guy, like if, um, like you could just, I feel like I, if he lived next door to me, I could just walk over to his house and be like, Hey, you want to go surfing? And like, he's like, yeah. And you guys just jump in the van. Like, you know what I mean? He's not, he doesn't need a shower. He doesn't need, like, he's just a low maintenance dude. He seems like, dude, God, he's a, God, he's a fucking savage. Did you Honestly, see his performance in Dubai? No, I did not. I actually, oh my goodness, he put it to I Roman. Really I don't really follow the like the, the the competitions like that. To be honest, I, I watched across the games, but I wouldn't follow him either. Yeah, I'm not really. You know, I got. I but but, but, but I but I get to know these guys, and then I want to start following. Them. And I hang out with like um, I have this dude Brian on my show a bunch who talks about the games. So then I I learn about it, and it makes me more interested in it. That's I like sure. I like Brian. He seems like he I could be wrong. You know, he probably started CrossFit shit before I did, but he seems like he's kind of a next like a like a new generation kind of like sportscaster. Does that make any sense? Maybe. Right? Maybe. Like he's yeah, he's kind of I like him just because he's committed and he's doing it because he likes it. The yeah. other guys are like pretend like he, he like, gives like, you he gives you the deep insight. Yeah. That, and it's that, just him. Yeah. He just enjoys it, you could tell. Yeah, the other guys are like trying to not not all of them, but like you know, there's other guys who are tr- trying to be 
uh, sportscasters. Like they watched a shitload of ESPN and they're like, okay, I'm going to do that. Hello and welcome to the 2022 No Bullshit Games. I'm here with my partner, Tommy Marquez. Tommy, great to see you, buddy. I looked at a 22 gauge in your ear. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, you know, CrossFit killed that off, right? They, they put a stake into that. So, well, I know those guys, those guys well, rule the show now. Those guys rule the show. Well, I just mean like, you know, the, the days of, of, you know, commentators, like, you know, that being on ESPN kind of. <coughs> no, I but, think they still but, do all that. I think they do all that, don't they? CrossFit's I, not on ESPN anymore. I, I know, I know they switched to NBC. I know they did that. Oh, know, right. Okay, yeah, that's all the same to me. Right. right okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. I, I guess they're yeah, they're probably not too much different. But it's all. Does Twitch have censorship? Oh yeah. So they actually they have this called TOS Terms of Service, and uh-huh. they actually have words that you cannot use maliciously against people. One of them actually, like, you can't call somebody a virgin. Wow. Yeah. Like if wow, yeah, exactly. That's some yeah. dork shit. That is it, awesome. It, it, I want you exactly. could call me a virgin on my channel if you ever have the urge. Just call me up for my live calling and be like, "Yo, Savon, you're a virgin." <laughs> yeah, but then I then I got a habit, and then I'll and then I'll get kicked off. I'll get the can on Twitch. But. Could you say, "Um, last night I went out and fucked three trannies"? Um, I I, I just I just don't think it could be malicious. Like you can't, right? right. Yeah, like as long I as you just three beautiful trannies. That's yeah, good. yeah. As long as you're not, you know, I guess bashing them. Malicious, my goodness. But but luckily in the in the, in the six months I've been doing, I've no, no copyright strikes, no, no nothing. Some uh, so on the PlayStation, you could do this thing called share play. So if they if they send you an invite on their PlayStation wherever in the world, uh-huh. you can actually take access like control over whatever game they're playing on their playstation like you can play like you know like two on two or whatever yeah yeah and so this one guy i i like to get into people's playstation because they have these nice packs and it gives me content to do right and this one guy was like hey you know let's do it come into my thing or uh, whatever and he he sent me a picture of of two guys fucking <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and i i pulled it up right away and i was like oh shit and i just like changed the twitch and i only had i think i want to say 30 maybe 40 people at the time yeah and nobody said anything i don't know whether they were just like mature i don't know whether i just like because i switched off really quick i don't know what happened but i then i had to I had was it a still video. picture or, 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 or it was a still picture yeah in the messages so once i opened his messages it was just yeah it was it was tough. Even if they are a virgin. Yeah, I guess even if they are a virgin. Well, no, you just can't be like, you know, you're a little virgin or you're a little, you know, something like that. I bet you're a virgin. I'm 15. I I had sex with the neighbor's daughter. You're a virgin. I'd have to imagine like assuming would probably, would probably toe the line. You know, I was a virgin forever. (laughs) Those were good years. Until what age? 18. My girlfriend, I had the same girlfriend when I was 16 to when I was 18. She told me I could have sex with her. I just didn't. Shit to, I had other shit to do. <laughs> See, that's interesting. I couldn't wait. I remember, I remember when I was 15. Well, I kind of did it because I was like, fuck, I should do this before I graduate. What if she leaves me? <laughs> I don't have what anyone to try this me? with. Oh, man. Whenever my girlfriend left me at 17, I remember, I remember like thinking like, yo, this might be the last, you know, piece of piece of ass i ever get in my life like yeah 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 
That's right? what it's like, like when you're a young man, you have a girlfriend. You can't believe that there's a girl who lets you like touch her body. You're like, yeah. what? And, and then now it's gone. Have you seen me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that too. And I was, I was working out all day. Like I was in the gym. So my, my girlfriend was like, what the fuck, Nick? Like you're just at the gym all day long. You know, you don't do shit. So yeah, that, that was, that was a tough breakup, but. Breaks your heart. Oh man. I just, I, I you have a girlfriend I, now. No, actually I haven't had a girlfriend for probably four, four years now. Wow. Yeah, I had a girlfriend in uh in Nashville, Tennessee. For Are you avoiding while. it on purpose? I'm just yeah. I just I really feel like most people won't admit it, but I feel like it's a distraction, you know, in some sense. I mean, you know, obviously you can make it not a distraction and you can, you know, keep going and still achieve whatever you want, but you know how it goes, Savannah. You know, eventually she's gonna wanna deviate your time a little bit to cater towards her, and that'll take from your time kind of chasing your, your goal and your dream. So I, I kind of don't push it. I don't force it, you know? Right. But it's, not it that you're, it's, not, it's not that you're opposed to one. No, I'm not opposed to one. Actually, she got it, but she got to get in where she fit in. True. True. I, I was more opposed to one a couple years ago, like two, three years ago, whenever I was just all CrossFit, uh-huh. just because I was traveling a lot. I knew that I wouldn't be, I knew, you know, I wouldn't be able to sustain one, but now I'm kind of like, I'm ready. Maybe, maybe, you know, open to something kick it with a girl see if it goes somewhere but then again Sivan, i mean i got time man 23 i mean what you well no no yeah yeah you have plenty of time i was just thinking relationships are here's why it's so nice i've been with my wife so long because we've had a lot of fights and so usually if you're in a relationship with someone you'll have the same fight over and over and over and it kind of just takes different forms and so by the time we by the time we had kids we had we had not only we'd had all the fights we needed to have but we had worked through them and, um, and of course, once we had kids, that gave us a whole bunch of new shit to fight about, but it's cool. The longer you're with someone or the just relationships allow you, it's like practice. It's like training. Yep. That's the only reason why it's, it's like nice to have relationships. I, I'm disgusted by, um, I feel sorry for people who they get into relationships and there's rules. <laughs> like if you're with someone, if you're with someone and you're with a woman or you're with a man and they say, I have boundaries, or if they project anything onto you, they say that like, um, you, you, if, 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 man, this is, I don't know if we want to fall into these weeds, but, but you shouldn't be with anyone like that. Yeah, no, I you agree. should be with someone who completely lets you free and gets in where they fit in. Fuck you in your date night. Fuck you in those rules. Like me and my wife have the most amazing relationship and we're two fucking cheetahs running side by side in the fucking Savannah. And like if th- th- there's a lot of hard times, but um, but but every single one's amazing because we're e- we're each responsible for our own happiness. You, you know, I'm, I'm not a. Uh, I had a girlfriend before I give you like just a stupid example. I've had a girlfriend before who's like, Hey, we're going to go visit my parents. You have to shave your beard. Like, fuck you. <laughs> that That's actually, that's funny. not cool. That's you're a horrible mate. You could say, can you please shave your beard and then make a joke of it? Or, Hey, my, Oh fuck. I'm tripping. Cause my, you can own it. Hey, I'm tripping. Cause my dad really hates dudes with beards and we're going over there with the beard, man. I'm fu-. like, own that shit. Yeah. These these relationships where people are project. You didn't text me in three days. Fuck you. I'm fucking in Bali making a movie, bitch. <laughs> oh man, that, like that my wife would never do that shit to me, and I would never do that shit to her. Yeah, I fucking love her. That's oh my awesome. god, you must have had the most amazing day ever. I didn't hear from you all day. What were you doing? God, can you come home and shower with me? 
Like that's it. Like yeah. that's fucking in your generation's fucked up. Sorry to say. Oh my God, Savan. I mean, I'm, but you know what though? We're that we are a lot fucked up and stuff. But if you realize that we're fucked up, like, you know, interacting, our social skills are fucked up. Yeah. Then I feel like that might help you like break through and kind of be different. That's, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's I, I, I like that. attitude. Yeah. 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 I love that. attitude. I I use that to my advantage. Savan. I feel like, I feel like I kind of know the secrets and I know what, what people are trying to hide from us and, and, you know, I kind of get through the bullshit. So, but I use that to my, to my advantage. Yeah. You You only like me because you want to fuck. Yeah. I'm hoping we can get past that. Maybe I'll like you for more later. Like, yeah, there's no, don't ever like, it's just not this world we live in. you need a sample, in my opinion. Yeah, sample. sample. <laughs> How long have your parents been married? I want to say 25, 27 years, I want to say. Yeah, what a good example. My um, my mom actually had a baby before my three brothers, but unfortunately, he didn't make it. So I actually, I, I always think about that, like my oldest brother. Like I wonder what he would have been like. Because my... my Why didn't my, he make it? Miscarriage? I want to say so. I want to say so. I, I for some reason I can't remember though. My mom actually just told me this a couple years ago. But um, was it was he born? Did he come out? Shit, I can't really remember. To be honest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I I don't want to. I don't want to say the wrong thing. You know. Right. If he but, came um, out, that will fuck your parents up. But if he like yeah. died in there, then you kind of fucks you up. But you're okay with it. You yeah. Right. I mean, my mom waited a long time, so maybe maybe it wasn't miscarriage. But but anyway, so my uh, my older brother though, he's into like I don't know if you ever heard of like Yu Gi Oh pokemon like yeah. card games like shit like that i, I don't so, know how to play them but i've definitely heard of them yeah. i just saw like a headline a logan paul bought an expensive pokemon card oh yeah yeah 250 grand you know charizard yeah all that shit is I, that a real card he bought i thought it was five million dollars like can he hold that is that real oh yeah no that's 100 real yeah it's, okay it, it's just you know it's just oh so so i was thinking about this i used to play pokemon and my brother used to play pokemon like 15 years ago and you know, we would open up packs all day long. And I, and I wonder sometimes, I wonder if we always, if we got like a Charizard that that we like threw in the garbage or something that was worth like 200,000 nowadays, you know? Yeah. Look at $6 million for a rare Pikachu. Pikachu. (laughs) Pikachu. Uh, Yeah. Well, that's what I always, so anytime I want, I was thought a relationship was going to be over. I just started being super honest and if you're super honest with someone, either you guys are going to fall deeply, deeply in love or they're going to run from you. And 99% of the time when you're honest with someone, they're going to run from you. Hey, I like to smell my underwear at the end of every day when I take them off. And they fucking are like, you're disgusting. And they run. You're like, all right, took care of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to do that. I made that up. Hear anyone fucking quote me on that shit. Um, do you think that, so do you think you're going to get back into the, the CrossFit game? I know, I know we started the call there. Yeah. So I actually, I kind of wanted to maybe get into the, uh, maybe the CrossFit YouTube space. Like I wanted to start maybe doing vlogs. I wanted to start, I wanted to get back to Tennessee. I kind of wanted to start hanging out with the, with the mayhem group. You know, maybe I could bust out, you know, maybe do some content or whatever. And maybe if, if eventually I get fit through, throughout having some fun, I will, but I'm not, I'm not really ready to get into, you know, I'm not really ready to throw everything away. And because I, what do you mean, I, what do you mean throw everything away? What you built on Twitch? Well, I, I mean, I truly believe if, you know, if you do CrossFit and you want to win, you got to just do CrossFit. 
Right. You know, right. Everything else you do is just going to, you know, take 5% off from CrossFit, 10% off from CrossFit. You know what I'm saying? And, and I've, and I've just learned, like, I'm, I'm just, I like moving. I like doing different stuff. You know, I, I know that I have more talents and just working out. I feel like right. that might be the reason that a lot of people don't switch sports. Maybe they stay in a sport too long because, you know, they're afraid of what's to come, what's new, you know, what they've already built. Like they just feel safe, you know? So I don't know. I feel like maybe it's a good thing that I got out of my shell and I kind of, Cause I, oh my God, Savon, after like in the CrossFit games, whenever I like won an event and I had to do an interview, my, my hands start shaking and I would just be like, uh, like I would just be like so nervous, you know? So get, put it, turn on the camera a little bit is definitely, is definitely helped me face a fear of mine and stuff. And that's cool. So Twitch, you faced your fear with Twitch. Yeah. Talking to a camera. Yeah. It's hard. Um, it was it was only about a year and a half ago, two years ago. Well, first of all, doing the podcast at HQ was so fucking stressful. I loved it. I had a podcast when I worked over at CrossFit HQ. I loved it, but it was so stressful because I hated seeing myself on camera. Hated it. Mm -hmm. And then I for started forcing myself to do some talking to the camera on my Instagram. Okay. But I hated it. So I'd always walk around and do it because I just hate the way I look. Not, exactly. not I don't hate the way I look for me. Like I like looking in the mirror. I just don't think that like anyone else deserves to like have to look at me. Like those people are so like, what yep. did you do wrong that you have to look at me? Like you yep. deserve better, you yep. know? Yeah. You just and, go into criticizing, you know, just deeper. Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then, um, and, but, but I saw it same reason. I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to face this. Exactly. I just need to do this. I need to face this. And um, I don't think people who don't do this stuff, have any idea like it's weird it's weird to criticize people who don't do this yep it, it, it's, it's bizarre to me what, what do you think about those people um you go to these instagram accounts and they'll be like these just chicks like just it, every picture is a different outfit and they're in like their titties are hanging out and they're in all these poses but you ne but their face is always like um um filtered I mean, think that about would it. stress me out so much because yeah. then I would feel like if anyone saw me in real life, I would be fucked up. Um, I did. Uh, I want to show you this really quick. I just real quick, though. It you know, it is human nature ahead. to gravitate towards you know your your strong points. So you know, but, but if, you, if, you, if you think your ass looks good at that angle, and then no, no, I'm not even talking about the. I, I'm, I'm yeah, right. I'm okay with the ass and the titty part. It's the part where um they make them. So look, I'll show you what I did here. So I took a photo of myself. And I sharpened it and structured it as much as I can. So you see that? Okay, yeah. So that my wrinkles and like and I and I my nose would be as red as possible, and I got as close to the camera as possible just to kind of make myself look as is like that's as like not as bad as I can look, but or not as old, but that's like as that's like you know, like if you saw me, I don't think you would see any of those wrinkles. Maybe I'm fucking lying. To you know what's funny, Savan? So we used I to went the opposite way to face my fear and all these other motherfuckers, like all these women, you like, I'm like that. Is, there's no way your face looks like that. Just to, just to talk a little shit, Savan. Yeah. So we, so we used Rich to use, uses, Rich uses filters. So I used to use structure <laughs> to like amplify my abs. Yeah. It's fuck quite, yeah. It's funny to see, I did that too. It's, yes. It's funny to see that you're amplifying your wrinkles now. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. And I would do that too. When I would take pictures of the CrossFit athletes, I would, I would, I um, I would amp, I would turn up the structure and the definition so I could see their, their physiques even more. Yep. But little, it's just, 
A but what do you think about that, that that whole generation of young people? Doesn't that, I mean, isn't it, like someone said, hey, um, Nick's lighting makes him look blown out. It's like, no, nah, dude, he's fucking Italian, and Italians have two colors, tan as shit and white as shit. They're, they're vampires in the winter and fucking uh, uh, Indians in the, um, in the uh, summer. My mom, my mom has been begging me to go to a tanning bed. Like, please. Oh God, that's so Jersey. Don't do it. Don't do it. So Jersey. It would make me look better though. Cause I do look like cash with a ghost, you know, Well, just go outside. Well, I mean, it's just starting to get warm. Savannah. I mean, it just hit like 50 degrees yesterday. I mean, for you, I mean, you got what you got, you got, you got 80 degrees every day. I definitely have sun every day, every day. His he made his nose bigger. Props, thank you. I didn't actually make it bigger, but, but I want. But it's cool if you think that. I just got close to the camera. Build a room at the Sevon Compound, the Sevon and Nick Show. This I got a whole room right here. I got a whole room right here. I was. Uh, uh- I was actually thinking about getting into the podcast space because I was kind of, you know, I like to get into deep thinking myself. So uh, I'm guessing the the way to make it onto podcasts are just to get like listens, you know, like put it on Spotify, put it on, put it on uh, iTunes, put it on OnlyFans, just put it on as many platforms as you can get listens. Like, is that kind of the, 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 the podcast, I guess, mission, I guess? The goal is, is to take over, to be, to be bigger than Joe Rogan and Howard Stern put together. The goal is, is to do that. There's no way you're going to do that unless you can go somewhere. No one else has gone before inside of your own head. And how, how, then how you do that by cultivating a listening and following, I don't know. So like this dude right here, uh, Bruce Wayne. Someone I saw you were on the Wadcast podcast with Hunter. So this dude, this dude, like, is on the. Sh- this dude is here every morning, and I go every morning at seven a.m. and this cat's here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you your regulars, you know, you're yeah. Your this guy may, and some of these guys might even like have my own personal home phone number, like they can text me or whatever. This guy right here, uh, uh, Brandon Waddell. I, I'm, I hit it with, I chop it up with this homie in the DMs constantly. This dude here, like this is my life. This dude here, uh, just a homeboy. Well, I mean, right? I'm, I'm the same thing with you, Savon. That's why I want to be Logan Paul. I don't want to be Buttery Bros. I don't want to put a cap on myself. What's the difference between Logan Paul and Buttery Bros? Tell me. Well, but when, when, when you say like that, Logan Paul, like he doesn't have a he doesn't have a ceiling, like he doesn't put himself in a box. Like I would say CrossFit, it just has say what's the most CrossFit subscribers just saying. Right. right now, uh, uh, Craig Ritchie three, has, I think, three hundred thirty three thousand. Yeah, you, there's probably six hundred and forty two. There's probably no, no, six hundred forty three. But who's counting? There's Sorry. probably a thousand like 16 year olds that have a million subscribers that just do do whatever the fuck. Right, you know run over saying? candy bars with their mom's car. Exactly, <laughs> just doing doing way That's... less effort, but they don't. They have you know they don't have oh. a category on them. But no, 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 I wouldn't say way less effort because Logan Paul. But then again, you that know, motherfucker's Logan, grinding. Him oh, and Jake, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there's there, and, and those Nelk boys, the like those dudes are working. So, so Logan Paul, it sounds like he kind of similar to me. Like he started YouTube and he started recording around 
12, 13 years old, and then 17, 18, that's when his videos <laughs> I guess, started to get monetized, and that's when he blew up. And then he had the um, and then he had five the, years of hard work before he monetized. It could have been more though. It could have been more. I, I, I may, I may be getting the story wrong. And then he had that thing where he, where he filmed the dead bodies, and that did you, did you hear about that? I did, but I don't know the yeah. details. But I he he like gotten got canceled. Yeah, it got like which is the so, best thing that can happen to someone. Yeah, but then he somehow he somehow made it back, and now. You know, but, but I, I'm right with you, Savan. I want to be, I want to be an entertainer. I don't want to be the CrossFit guy. I don't want to be the guy who plays uh, soccer. I don't want to be the, the video games guy. I want to eventually turn into the full package, you know? Right. Well, it's cool that you, it's cool. Yeah. So I, you know, like, and by the way, and you said it best, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to be willing to do shit that other people won't do and won't talk about. Right. You know, you got to go to those areas. You got to go, you know, take risks. Some, some people can't even, can't do it. Some like people it, won't let themselves. Yeah. The, and, and they're automated had, not to. Right. It's weird. It's weird. Right. Cause you see people with Logan, Logan and, and Jake who are so successful and, and, and who's, there's another guy, PewDiePie, right? Yeah, so I think yeah he he's been on YouTube for a while. He's up there. Him and Mr. Beast. I think Mr. Beast is number one. And what are their videos like? What does PewDiePie make? Is that like Jackass stuff or is that kids? I want to say PewDiePie. He's more of like uh, he plays like Minecraft, so that's like a like a really popular video game. I want to say he does. No like, shit, that's a video game, dude. The PewDiePie dude. Well, he plays a video game. Okay. Because like Minecraft kills on YouTube. It's like a it's like a game that younger people play, I guess. Also, it's just it just dude. Killed. That's the game that has like pong graphics from the seventies, right? It's just yeah. Yes, How the fuck yes. is that? Okay, that's a whole. No, I we'll have to but, have you on again and talk about that. I don't understand that yeah, game I, at all. I've, I, so I've actually never played. It. I just know that there's a huge audience for it on a. But and then Mr. B. So what he did? He did a um he did a a Squid Games remake, and apparently it costed him three, four, five million dollars to do it. But he redid every scene, you know, in the beginning when the eye shoots everybody. I haven't seen Squid Game. I haven't seen uh, Squid Game. Is it good? Should do it I need is, to see it? It is. You'll, okay. you'll get attached to the plot, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll occupy you for a little bit. I think it's like one season. So Actually, I try but, not to. So I'll tell you this. I try not to do anything unless it's podcast related. So if I'm going to do the Squid Game and I don't think I'm going to have any members of the cast on. That's a, that's tough for me to give my time to it. Gotcha. It's, it's, it's a trip, but, but, but on the other hand, like I'm, I'm reading, like I said, I'm reading this book on, uh, uh, Aristotle Onassis's biography and there's no chance I'm having Aristotle Onassis or probably that <laughs> author on. I mean, I might try to have the author on, but, um, yeah. so sometimes some shit does sneak in and, 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 and I do like, um, it's like those Island boy dudes. Like I do like to at least know they exist. Like, I, I don't want to be like a complete turd when it comes to pop culture, yeah. Uh, I want to say they make music. This, this. Um, oh, by the way, they were also on the uh, on the Logan Paul podcast, Impulsive. Oh, they were those yeah, those two then, guys, and then they stormed out. Like, I think the guy George Janko. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's like the third guy on the podcast. He yeah. was like disrespecting them, like asking them some questions that they didn't want to, and then they stormed out and shit. Yeah, I remember. Like, I, I remember watching that like about like a month ago. So. One of the guys that he hangs. One of the guys that the Nelk brothers hang out with. Uh, I can't remember if it was. I I I I, find, I watched the Logan Paul podcast the other day with Dana White, and okay. there was a guy on there, and he is a dipshit. 
he should not like Logan should get rid of him. I can't remember which one he is. He's just not a big thinker. He's not smart. And he and anytime he asks questions, he goes, Well, I don't really believe that. I'm just asking you, Dana. And like he was talking about like getting rid of freedom of speech because there's some hate speech. And it's just like he's such a small thinker. I'm like, oh my God, you're just you're just wasting. Yeah. You're yeah. just wait. You're just he's trying so hard to fit in with that group. And it's like, dude, just move on. Give that like yep. just brush that knucklehead away so so when i so when i first got hurt and i decided to stop training you know take time off and i just had free time that's when i discovered joe rogan so i'd say i would say about four or five years ago i would uh -huh. just lock myself in a room and just every podcast mma podcast i mean just alex jones i mean i i i got to know joe rogan like he was pretty much like you know my second dad to be honest yeah, and and he just has a, just a perfect rhythm, and it's just him, and he controls the tempo, and it's it it would be hard to like you know to recreate and and to make better, but he's scared. He's scared. You can see when he gets scared of stuff. Joe Rogan. Yeah, and and is this is this uh post and Spotify because on YouTube was was he? Do you think there's a difference? Well, I've, anytime I hear him talking about COVID in the early days, he couldn't say it. He couldn't say COVID. He he know he knew he knew because because he, he would put all the pieces together. Unless he's stupid, but I don't think he's stupid. He knew that that COVID only killed people who had comorbidities. That not a single healthy person died. He knew that. And he couldn't say it. He would dance. He would dance around it. He couldn't say this only kills fat motherfuckers who are addicted to added sugar and refined carbohydrates. And he knew it. Yeah. And anytime I heard him bring the subject up, he would fucking pussyfoot around. That's okay. I I ain't hating. I'm mad at him at all either. Um. And and but when he when when I would see him do that, that's how that's what makes me know that there's room. Yeah. There's room. Mm -hmm. in the space there's room to be more real there's room to be more logical and granted like he had those doctors on and fucking killed it like don't get me wrong like the rogan's a, a man amongst fucking boys like but it makes me realize when i see him do that stuff that there's room w did you see his podcast with matt i did i i watched yeah i watched it can you I give an honest it. opinion on what you thought of it Man, I, I I wish I watched it recently, right? Because I watched right. it like what, like two years ago. It was yeah, a. I, I think it was a train wreck. Oh, give me an your give me your opinion. An absolute. I, well, I've never really given it. I mean, I kind of gave. It was just an absolute fucking train wreck. It didn't help anyone. I don't think it helped Matt. I don't think it helped Joe. I felt so. It was weird. Yeah. Maybe Matt. I think Matt has said that he was nervous on there. But oh, I can imagine. Fuck! It was a train wreck. Yeah. I can imagine. I, I I think it was uh I was bummed. They did go bummed. for a while though, but they did yeah. they did go for a while. They went for three hours, and yeah. I was doing the podcast with Matt at the time, so I didn't want to just like come out and say like because fuck for Matt to come on a podcast with me was giving me tremendous opportunity. And Josh, yeah, I'm sure. Tre yeah, tremendous. I mean, Josh and I joke around around about it all the time. Like I didn't call him for a month, and he's like, "Yo, what the fuck? You got too big for me?" Like, yeah, yeah, maybe I did. Like he yeah. knows. You know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. had to re he had to reel my shit back in. <laughs> I love Josh. Uh, so whenever I was eighteen, uh, Nike decided to sponsor me for two years, and then they threw <coughs> us out. Me, Alexis Raptis, uh, and Josh Bridges to uh, Oregon, 
And it was it was just nice, like, you know, hanging out with Josh for a few days, riding around. I think he gave a uh, a speech for like the Nike military. I think they have like some type of charity or something. So he gave a little speech. It was just uh, it was a good time. It was a good time to hang out with Josh for a few days. Yeah, he's good. Um, Jake, yeah, I, I don't know this because I don't know the Nelk Brothers work at all. But I think what the Nelk Brothers do is they 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 get four beehives and they drill a hole in them and then they um, watch porn and get a hard on and stick their dicks in the beehive. And there's cameras in there and you can watch the bees swarm their cocks. Then a month later, they interview Donald Trump. That is what um, Mr. Palladino, Nick Palladino and I are talking about the winner of the 2016 CrossFit Kitty Games. That's what we're talking about in terms of having a wide breadth of, 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 of audience, of skill set, of, of ability to um, juggle all those things. And, and, and that's what basically you see Stern and, and Rogan do too. And, but the Buttery Bros, when you say they step out of CrossFit too, by the way, this dude's cool. This dude's always in the comments too. Especially okay. through Rain and Gymshark. That's all CrossFit is what, is what I think is what Nick and I are saying. It, and they do a lot of stuff in the gen fitness space. I don't know what the gen fitness space is, but all of that other stuff that's not CrossFit stuff is just stuff like my generation grew up on and is kind of now coming back a little bit courtesy of like, you know, Marcus Philly and um, Camille's husband. Uh, Lipson, Dave? Yeah, Dave Lipson and shit like that. Um, so I, I think, I mean, I, you, do you agree with me, Nick? I think what we're talking about is, is like really stepping out of your comfort zone. Like I had Akira the Dawn on. Like, like yep. he's, a, he's like. It just, just always thinking about that next idea that's going to make you nervous, but that might yes. also, that might also unlock that next road, that next step. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so what's crazy is the guy, Will Brandstetter, who runs my, um, by the way, Sevan, have you ever, have you actually ever smoked that weed before? This or, no, yeah. not in years, not oh, in okay. years, okay. not in like, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I ate some weed like 10 years ago, five years you, ago. You ate some. That's funny. I was at a party. I used to smoke every day, like 10 times a day, but I have like 20 bags of weed like this because I grew 50 plants in my backyard. Did you did you figure out how to grow them yourself or did you? Have yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. Back oh, okay. in the day, I was a fucking kingpin. I got a, I got two mar- how to grow marijuana books. I was a fucking. I was, just, I'm like you. I'm you obsessed. Just, did you just have free time or did you did you want to actually make a career out of it and actually? Yeah, when it was illegal, it was fucking. It was you could make so much money. Oh yeah, well, like so I rented market. a house and I put 20,000 20, watts of light bulbs in there and <laughs> yeah, and I had a I had a um Start I had a website. I have a website. I don't even know if it's still up. Yeah, it's called Seymour Buds. <laughs> let me see if I can. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Let's see Seymour Buds, and I got two books. Seymour Buds. Oh, uh, oh, it looks like the website still is up. Oh no, the Flash Player is no longer supported. The first book I wrote was called 15, 15 Oh no, it was a. Is this the video or the? I made a bunch of videos, and I have two books that were published. Oh wow, about weed. Yeah, how to grow marijuana. Nice. Hey, dude, I, I, oh shoot, I want to show you my YouTube station real quick, but then I'll tell you about the marijuana books. And they're still in publication, and I still make money off them. It's great. It's cool. Very good. So what? Like if somebody buys it offline, or if somebody you know stumbles upon Barnes and Nobles, and yeah, okay, is Barnes and Noble still around? Uh, I don't know actually. Maybe like a couple. Let's see. So I, and this is me trying to avoid CrossFitters. 
This is me like, okay, so CrossFit, CrossFit, this is a dude in the Ukraine that I talk to every Sunday, which is kind of funny, right? Because he's in a war-torn country in Odessa. Yep. Um, and, and, and I'm, and I'm talking to him, but he's a CrossFitter, but we don't, we don't really talk about CrossFit. We just talk, he, he tries to convince me that the, that everything there is bad. I mean, I shouldn't say try to convince me everything there is fucked up. And then it's like CrossFit. Uh, oh, and then I, so then I do live call-in shows and those act, it's crazy how good those do now. Those, you see this one has 4,200 views and this one yeah. right here has 5,400 views. These aren't CrossFit related necessarily, but those used to be horrible. Those shows I used to only get like 800 views and now I've been doing it a year and they get like 5,000 views. Then I got this guy, Zach Bitter on. I don't know if I would say he's not CrossFit, but he's like, he ran a hundred miles at a 648 pace per mile. And then I got all this crossword. Then I got a UFC dude. So, so I did watch the Christian Harris podcast. I mean, that guy is, that guy is chill like ice, huh? That, that was hard for me. That, that was hard for me. Like I, I think he, I like him, but it was hard. I think he's from New York, or I think he's from around my area. But yeah, he was, uh, he was relaxed. So I got a lot of DMs saying, "Oh, you couldn't get Christian to open up," or "Holy fuck, you worked your ass off." But then I got like this guy Eli Weeby. He he wrote a book on what it was like owning like the nightclub that Dan Blazarian and Justin Bieber went to every single night. You know what I mean? And that was crazy. Then this guy was just like some, I, I'm not a religious dude, but he's just a hardcore religious dude. He calls himself the warrior of God. And I saw him on Instagram. So I had him on my podcast. Um, I had Elliot hustle on. Oh yeah. We talked about that. I, would you say I had Michael Eastron? So I guess they all are kind of, I had, I try to have comedians on. I tried to, I had this dude, Brian Monarch. I had the liver King on. So yeah, that, I, that I guess I well. kind of am stuck in the fitness space, even though I had this guy on David rush. He set a bunch of world records, but they're not fitness related. A bunch of UFC guys. Oh, I had Patrick bet David on. That was crazy. I don't know if you know who that is. Yes, He's, I do. I watched his interview with Kobe Bryant. Okay. Yeah. I, I was, yeah. I was surprised that you got him on. I was like, nice. Hey, hey, hey. I was like, let's go. Hey, yeah. right, right. <laughs> uh, you know, so I'm I'm trying I'm trying but it, but it, but but I'm I'm not And that's only it. because like he, I don't know job. if he is but I I just feel like he's a mogul like a like a billionaire like mogul like I feel like it would just be the <laughs> hardest thing ever to get him to respond to you. That's the yeah. reason why you know. Dude, when he responded to my DM, you probably I, shit yourself, yeah. yeah, ran out onto the trampoline and fucking started <laughs> for a pan in my chest. My kids are what are you doing? I'm like give me space. Give me space. Yeah. That that that's that's a boss kind of guy right there. Yeah, it was good. I, Liver King was huge too. The only second podcast he'd ever done. So what's cool about all these people, um, Nick, is when yeah. I get off the, when I get off with them and maybe, they, maybe they say this to every podcaster, they're like, every one of them, when we get off there is like, holy shit. And I go, what? And they go, that was fucking dope. I've never done a podcast like that. So. Yeah, no, I just podcast I hanging out where, you know, words fly off the tongue and, you know, you guys make points and get shit done. I've actually, I've only done maybe. I've done Froning and Friends podcast like five or six years ago. I want to say that video did well. I want to say they actually called it the roast of Nicholas Palladino. And then and it was just rich, like, you know, just kind of kind of just, you know, showing me the way and just be, maybe being a little harsh about it, just depending on who you ask and stuff. But that video did really well. And then I did a couple more uh, little short interviews for uh, for CrossFit. But yeah, doing podcasts is not, it's not something you do every day. Yeah, thirty thousand views. Yeah, we, that that was that was a little while ago. How long ago was that? Uh, two thousand twenty. No, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, so I was. Yeah, I was. Oh my God, Savon, I was so nervous, man. 
um i like that he knows he is young and he has a lot to learn he's humble rich is so disappointed which he should be kids these days (laughs) uh turkey bacon all day uh i was telling that my mom cooks me a pound of bacon sometimes i love angry ellie oh man ellie ellie is amazing do they still do does does mayhem still do a podcast they um they definitely slowed down. I know that they were doing it. I want to say last year, maybe, maybe, maybe it could be a little. But I I think they've slowed down. I think I heard Rich say that he they were rebuilding the studio or that they were getting that sorted. I think that's what I heard. He has a fifteen minute total body workout that published three hours ago. Then he has Mayhem versus Krypton. Then he has Mayhem Freedom quarterfinals. Day in a life tips and tricks. I thought oh oh here's one with Ellie. This one might be a podcast. Yeah, I don't see their podcast anymore. Maybe maybe someone in the comments. When he told Sevon the story of why he came on the show, Sevon nut in his pants instantly. That, that's that's not necessary. Okay, that's true. Fine. <laughs> um, he's talking about Patrick Bet David. At the very end, I'm like, so why'd you come on the show? Did you come on the show? Uh, okay, so so it looks like Ellie has something. But, but I can't tell if it's a um, – no, so they don't have a podcast. Well, that would make sense because, you know, he's been open to coming um, on my show more often. You know, Nick and I – or uh, Nick and I – Rich and I didn't talk for a couple years. There were some people that I had issues with in the CrossFit space. We had issues. I had imaginary issues with them in between my head. You know what I mean? Like anxiety. Kelly Starrett, Jason Kalipa, and Rich Froning. And so when I started this podcast, I was like, okay, I'm going to kind of clear the air up with these guys, and I'm going to do it on the air. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, and they were all fucking great. It, it wasn't like, you know, like Kelly fucked my wife or like I got caught stealing Rich's car. It wasn't like anything like that, but yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just political places, you know, being at HQ that we didn't, some, our, our cogs kind of rubbed wrong. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I couldn't even tell you what, like, do you know what I mean? Like I literally, yeah. I'm, it's not like I'm avoiding being specific. I can't tell you what. And so I had Kelly on and that was dope. We had fun. And, um, and then I've had Jason on a shitload of times now and I've had, and, and Rich has come on a bunch of times and fuck, that's an honor to have Kelly, Jason and Rich be willing to come on. Yeah. I and mean, it really yeah. is. And you know, I just, I just want to pair them up a little bit and I could be wrong on Kelly because I think he does more like paid stuff, but Kelly Starrett and Jason Kleepa, man, they had, they had YouTube. Like they were like the they were the you know on the social media pioneers. Like, you know, if you if your knee hurt, you know, Kelly <laughs> Starrett. And then I remember I remember Jason Kleepa doing like live workouts, I would say years ago. Uh, it, it, yeah, go ahead. And it's just interesting to see them now. Like, you know, I, I feel like Kelly Starrett really isn't in the, in the spotlight anymore. And then I feel like Kalipa is kinda well, I know he had, he I know he has like, you know, life life things and stuff like that combined but it's interesting to see where they you know where they where they were to where they are now you know and if you neglect your station it dies yeah your 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 people yeah they die i had elliot holes on and he was he got his youtube account up to a million yeah then he left it alone and like we that was part of one of the things we talked about when he came on the show he's like yeah the fucking thing is like you know i have a million subscribers i get twelve thousand views per um episode I, I thought about this. I know I don't know if I could deal with the feeling, Sevan, of of like knowing where you once were and seeing that and then like where you are now. You know, like wouldn't that kill you? Do you think? I, 
when you say it, it does, but like people like me and you just want to fight, like not fight, like, like, um, sorry, that's not right. Cause we're it's fight. The fighting's totally different. Cause I'm not a fighter. Me and you are, are totally up for the challenge of working hard. Yep. We're totally up for reinventing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Go, you know, yeah, do you know what I mean? Time. So part yeah. of that, I totally get what you mean, but like, you've already proven you're, you, I mean, I mean, imagine how, I don't think anyone can imagine what, how hard it was for you to go to being the CrossFit games team champion and being surrounded by the three best people who've ever done the sport and who will ever do the sport in our lifetime to fucking, uh, having, uh, no getting on a, um, computer and, and trying to build a Twitch account. Like this yep. is, this is, um, my, my wife the other day on April 1st, she said to me, Hey, I, I have a job interview at Pete's coffee today. And I'm like, you do. And she goes, yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, Holy shit, people are, we know are going to see her working there. And then I thought, then my next thought was, well, fuck, I wish I had the courage to do that. I wish I could go into fucking Pete's and get a job. That'd be dope. I've always wanted to work at like a pizza or Starbucks. I would kill that shit. I'm so nice to people. I fucking love people. <laughs> I I, I would murder that. And then she goes, April fools. And I was like, fuck. And oh, I was okay. so excited that I got to see what a fucking pretentious douche I am. That's my first thought when she oh, people are going to see you there. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. like, like, like she was like, like, she, like I was too good for that. And so, like, it's not easy. I'm fucking yep. 50 years old, and I fucking come on here on YouTube, and I'm, like, scraping to get fucking to stay relevant. <sighs> you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm having a fucking blast. And the station, it's it's working. The station's growing. It's fucking, it's actually yep. exploding. Yep. On, on, um, on, um, on yeah, iTunes say- and uh, Spotify, we've just taken over. I want to say, Savan, I followed you. May I could be wrong, but I want to say two months ago I subscribed to you, and I think you're at like eleven point four. Now yeah. you're at like twelve point seven. So, oh, do we do we make it to twelve seven? I want to say. So, I just I don't know. I like, I like to keep my eyes on things. You know? I'm I'm the, the blue like check mark, and people things. like so the people like the fact that the fact that there's some crazy things that people have done for me. The fact that like I did that show where I had Dan, I had a, did a show where I had Daniel Brandon and Sarah Sigmund's daughter on in the same show. And I just separated one hour of each. And I, that was me just like being like, can I do this? And that's fucking crazy that Danielle and Sarah would participate. They have to know what they're doing for my account. They mm-hmm. have to. The fact that um, I asked Rich this past weekend and Angelo, if they'd come on Wednesday and they're like, sure. And I don't even know for sure if they're going to come on, but I scheduled it. You know what I mean? And, and, and his friend, Rich. Yeah. And his friend, Rich. Right. <laughs> and, and the fact that Matt did that show with me for 20 episodes, like the fact that people have done, like I, it's crazy. But that being said, you will never make it with just big guests. Big guests do not move the needle, the big needle. They move the little needle. Okay. I got 30,000 views because Matt came on. Right. Yep. But, but they will not move the big needle. They will. And the big needle is the subscriber needle. They will not move that. And that's what's fucking crazy. That takes the only way to move the big needle, I think, from what I know. And and you wait, you know, before I forget this, Yvonne, it's funny you say that because on Twitch, there's this there's this feature that is called you can raid somebody. So say I'm live on Twitch and I have somebody's done this before. They had like three thousand live viewers, you yeah. know, watching and play that game. And then they're like, "Hey boys, I'm ending. I'm gonna send <laughs> all you guys to a channel, so yeah. you can like raid somebody." So I've gotten. Oh. I've gotten really lucky and out of nowhere, I just been surprised with like 
2000 fucking people. And, you know, they're all in the chat like, oh, you got a big nose. Well, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. Where are you from? And then, like you said, after a couple days, you know, it weeds out a little bit. You know, you yeah. get back to the core guys and then yes. hopefully you grab a few more. But yeah, you said it right. You said right. You know, special guests help in the moment. But yeah, the big needle, it's more it's not having big guests. I agree. Um, and there's and there's good signs too. You can do this. I can see Matt go on someone else's podcast who gets 300 views a show and he goes on there and he gets 8,000 views. I can see when he comes onto my show, it gets 40,000 views. If I, let's say I normally only get 2000 views a show when he comes on. So that's always positive. Like my ego gets fed by that. And that keeps me going. What's crazy. Here's the craziest thing. And I just real, I'm just realizing this. I'm 50 years old. There's no one who's done in marketing and the entire planet what I did. I was the executive director of CrossFit Media, the fastest growing chain the planet's ever seen, faster than Starbucks, Apple, Subway. We were opening five fucking gyms an hour at one point. Yep. And I was in charge of everything that was forward facing. But in my heart, I'm just a fucking little kid who just works hard and I don't know shit. And, yep. and recently someone said to me, hey, you've changed the game. And I thought to myself, oh, yeah, OK, maybe I'm changing the game. Then I'm like, wait, what? I created the fucking game. Somebody was Lauren Glassman. The very first media person was Lauren. She made nasty girls and Tony Budding than me. And everything else after that's built on my shoulders. And I can see it. I can see my mark on the group. Yep. And so it's weird. It's like, so can I start all over again? And what's crazy is I have all the answers for those guys and I don't even know I have the answers, but now more and more, like I see the stupid shit CrossFit is doing now. They have mm -hmm. fucking retards now. I mean that in the most affectionate, kindest way possible. <laughs> it's idiot fucking central. Yeah. I mean, so and, 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 and all, and, and I've given them all the answers on my podcast too. And, and the people there know that too, that I'm better than them. They're not like, they know, like yeah. they, they all know. Yeah. They already they already know that I'm harder working than all of those people there anyway. They see what I'm doing on my own podcast. I've taken over the space. But but it's just it's weird. But but you're right. I've had to go all the way back down. Um I'm still too good to work at Pete's. But I had to go all the way back down to just start my own YouTube station. And and really like the guy Will Brandstetter, um who runs my Instagram, he's a 22-year-old kid. He's way smarter and way more talented than me. And he's yep. fucking killing it. Matt Souza runs all the the behind the scenes and scheduling and Caleb's like my, like when I'm, when no one shows up for me, Caleb's there for me. So I don't know. I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it and I'm on fire and, and, and I can get guests like you. So it's, yeah. it's cool. No, this is awesome. This is awesome. And you know what? I, I'm, I'm happy. I learned this soon. You know, I mean, of course, maybe, you know, if I would have, you know, eventually went to win the cross the games, that would have been nice, you know, cause I, 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 would, I had planned mm. to win it. You know, I was always in my head. I was like, by 23, 24, you know, that's when Matt, you know, first won it or around there. I always had this idea. But, you know, I've also taught myself now that, you know, it's okay to go a, a different path that, you know, people might, you know, think that you should go down. And then that's that's truly where I feel like you could unlock, you know, maybe Floyd Mayweather things, Conor McGregor things, you know, like next next level I guess, social media. Empire. What do you think about having to already be there in your head? Like to, to, to actually be there. 
Uh, I, like, 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 I don't think like as much as I love Joe Rogan and I love Howard Stern, like, I think I, I can go places that they can't go. I think I'm already there now. I'm just waiting for the rest to fucking fill in around me. Yeah. I didn't even realize that till I read Patrick Bet David's book. I was like, I don't think ahead. I don't have goals. But then I was like, holy shit. When I step in here and close the door, I'm the greatest that ever lived. Yeah. Kind but I don't like tell myself that, but I just, I can't really explain it. Yeah, no, you definitely, I, I, I agree. I, I, you got to have that. You just got to believe that you can do it. You know, you got to manifest it almost. You got to tell yourself, you know, but then again, you know, being nervous and kind of not being so sure that also sometimes makes you a little better during pressure. Oh, I'm so scared walking in here. What am I going to say to Nick? He's young. Like all the questions, I'm freaking out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know any of his games history. I'm freaking out. Right. Yep. Even though I do tons of research on everyone, I'm freaking out. But then when the door closes and I sit down and the mic comes on, I can't, I can't show any of that. Nope. It's, 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 um, it's, it's, it's on like on. when I was, when I was 20, when I was hope, when I was 23, I wanted to be comfortable taking my shirt off by the time I was 33. That was like one of my fitness goals. I never achieved it either. I never became comfortable. <laughs> I saw you flexing though on the podcast a couple of days ago. Yeah, my arms can get pretty crazy. My arms can get. I'm a little little guy. I'm five five. I'm just a little <laughs> just a little fucking. I mean, I'm like this five, guy eight on a good day. So. Th- this guy I saw come out of the shower once in a hotel. You do not uh, Cobra Rhodes. He's a professional arm wrestler. And it fucking ruined me. His body's so nice. And like, you see, I, I was in his hotel room kicking it with him and he fucking comes walking out and he's like made of, he's like just, but he's like made of rebar. Dude. Like, God, I wish have, I'd have never seen that. Have you ever went against, like, have you ever felt the power of somebody that actually takes arm wrestling like serious? Oh, this guy's like one of the greatest arm wrestlers who ever lived. If this, you- this guy, this guy at one point was the greatest arm wrestler who ever lived. This guy, Cobros. And uh, dude, you can't, you can't even, and he's little. Yeah. He's like a fucking five ten, one sixty five guy. And you can't, you can't, it's like, it's like, his, it's like his shoulders made out of like, you know, bolts and nails. Yeah. Like right. the Russians bring that guy to Russia to <laughs> tell him it's fucking weird. Yeah. Someone, someone, I wonder, I think his name's Andrew Cobra Rhodes. I wonder if I can bring up, I'm sure I have tons of pictures of him. Like, um, somewhere in my in my ship, just not on this computer. Let me see, Andrew Cobra Rhodes. He's yeah. so good. Did I, you know I made a documentary on professional arm wrestling? No, I did not. Where, where, yeah. where was it? It's on? called Pulling John. Pulling it's John. Like, yeah, it's one of the um, it's one of the uh, it, it not one of it is the seminal movie on professional arm wrestling. There is it has no it has no peer. Look, so here he is. Oh shoot, I screwed that up. Here. Here's with Stallone. I think the I think Cobra was just in a big Hollywood movie too. Okay, so here's like two of the greatest who ever lived. That's John Brzezink and that's Cobra Rhodes. Wow, I didn't realize Cobra. Maybe Cobra's six foot, six one, because John's tall. I don't oh, see any I don't oh, see any naked pictures of him. Over the top, classic. That's kind of what like introduced me to like arm wrestling, kind of made me kind of have respect for it. I think my coach. I think I was like 16 or 17. He was like, dude, best arm wrestling movie ever, man. Stallone, over the top. Actually, it wasn't a bad one. No, no, it wasn't. It was funny. It was good. Damn, I want to see if I can find any videos of this dude um, when he was young. Man, he's so good. I wonder how old Cobra is now. Cobra, how old are you? 
I bet you he, I think he's older than me. I'm 50. I always wondered what they do for training. I, um, it's been a few days since I didn't eat any raw meat while I was sick for some reason. I don't know why. I think I just fell off the bandwagon, but I probably will today <laughs> now that you mention it. Six one. He's six one. Okay. Five ten. Yeah. This he's, yeah. I, um, I can't believe I, 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 you know, maybe I'm 23. Maybe I'm not that age yet, but I can't mm. imagine eating raw meat. I can't imagine not putting my burger on the grill before eating it. Wait. <laughs> I, 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 <coughs> I don't that, smoke weed. I was just sick a couple days ago. <laughs> hey, um, what about uh, um, Italians don't do any like raw meat shit? Like when you were a kid, you didn't do any? No. You know what? You know what I did though when I when I went to the Italian showdown, I saw my uh, I saw my grandpa. He went up to like you know a, a fisherman on the side like of a street in Italy, and he just bought like a hundred snails in a bag, and you could just see the snails like crawling up. And then I, right there, I kind of made a piece of myself. I was like, you know, I'm gonna try one. So when we got back, it wasn't raw, but when they got back, they boiled them, and I had some snails. That I, I guess if you boil them, not really raw anymore. Okay. <laughs> but that's like the close. That's the closest that I've ever been. Some snails, Cobra. I got to have you on the show. What a great thing. G- going back to that DEI thing. That's the funny thing too. Someone said, "Oh, don't worry, CrossFit will be fine. They're doing a thing on women in the sport." I. It's funny that that women's piece that they did. It's so funny that they don't mention Lauren Glassman, um, uh, uh, Haley Parlin, and Jamie Budding. Those were the first women in the sport. Those were the first women who, like, I, um, Haley's made fucking 50 videos. It's so fucking funny. And what made me think of that is Cobra's a black dude, and he was in the what, most white trash fucking sport fucking of, of humanity. Well, because ever, ever it, fucking seen, and not only did he dominate, but he'd go to these fucking inbred white fucking butt white countries like fucking Ukraine or Belarus or wherever in Georgia and teach these motherfuckers how to arm wrestle. Yeah, and he's fucking black as night. And but I think Cobra speaks like five languages too. He's a fucking Renaissance man. He does it all. He sings. He does dances. He does paints. He fucking he's got like ten kids. The motherfucker could do it all. I just uh, I just wanted to I just wanted to give my uh my first like and and only honestly interaction with with greg glassman i think it was after i won oh yeah this is good this is after i won the games i want to say it was the first year for some reason and i was walking 2016 the first year i won was 15 okay damn. i wanted to say yeah yeah this was like the peak of crossfit like so i I god you really have gone bottom of the barrel (laughs) two-time games champion to twitch i fucking love it but Twitch, Twitch's ceiling. I'm, I mean, I'm sure you could. I'm sure you heard what video games could do. But anyway, um, bigger so than I, it's bigger than porn, right? I don't know yet, but there, you know, it dwarfs the movie industry, right? People believe that esports, electronic sports, will be bigger <laughs> than regular sports one day, and that's probably that's probably going to happen with the way technology is moving. Don't you think? Yeah, and yeah. the way that COVID is keeping people inside and people are scared to leave. Yeah, I mean, it's but. Oh, so anyway, so I was walking around and um, I saw I saw Greg in a crowd of people and I kind of like worked my way in there and he must have saw my T-shirt and he just he like embraced me and he gave me a hug and he was like, congratulations, Nick. And then I want to know if this like explains him. He was like, Nick, if you ever see me anywhere, just pull me to the side, like just pull me out of a crowd and say hi to me. And I was like, wow. I was like, that might have been one of the nicest encounters I've ever dealt with, like with a high level person like that. You know what I'm saying? 
the difference between CrossFit now and CrossFit um, back then is Greg didn't look at people because they were white or a woman or because they were black or because any reason. He fucking just loved everyone. He fucking loves people. He wanted to help all of humanity. That's why the first media lady was Lauren Glassman. That's why the pottery teacher, Nicole Carroll, is probably the most influential woman now in the history of fucking fitness men or women. Yeah, And no one ever saw these people as fucking women. All that shit that they do now is all divisive. All divisive. They don't even realize that they're just chumps. And that lady who there, that lady, one of those ladies in that article, I'd love to interview her and ask her how she got to the top. I know how you got to the top and you wouldn't want anyone to know how you got there. Everyone knows who you dated to get to the top. <laughs> fucking jokers. You fucking jokers. You fucking racist, sexist, fucking pieces of shit and then just one and, and they're they're saying crossfit's always been about equity and diversity that's how that article starts no it wasn't we didn't give a fuck it was always about humanity you're ruining it fucking ass clowns and, and i got one more story surviving my, my, and then you can and, go yeah okay, okay. yeah yeah no, no yeah please, no, please. yeah yeah I, I would like i want to hear a hundred stories i want to tell me so, i want to know how big rich's dick is you ever seen so, it no, never. <laughs> actually, actually, we were in the locker room, like we used to go swimming, and I don't think Adam. Anyway. I want to hear that it's like but, this big. But anyway, but anyway, um, so this was I want to say this is my second time meeting Castro because the first time was when he handed me my first place medal after I won the games. Yes. So this was at regionals in Albany, New York, and this was 2018 where they had the ring dips. Uh-huh. Remember that? And a couple people, like 20, 30, 40. T- tell me what people. year. Sorry, I was looking at the comments. Tell, tell me what 2018. Year. Okay. And then that's, I want to say, I, I hope I'm correct. That's when they had the ring dip, dumbbell snatch, workout at regionals, and a lot of people were tearing their pec. Oh, yes, so, yes, yes. Yeah, so, okay. Were all those people juiced up? That tore their pec? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wasn't because I was, I just turned 18. So, I don't know. that. I don't think that's any correlation. You, you did, know what Did it you was? tear your pec? So, I slightly tore mine. So, okay. like an idiot, uh, you know, I, I did really well in the first event. I think I took fourth out of everybody. Mm-hmm. so the first event i was like holy shit like you know it's working like you know first year in the adults like you know i could jump through this fucking ceiling right now and then like an idiot i didn't really warm up i just ran right to the warm-up area when it was time to go and i did one two on the second ring dip i heard a pop right like on the edge of like my my chest and then i was like oh fuck so i started knocking out push-ups and i was like it feels like someone's like you know, shanking me just like, like a slow burning. Oh pain. yeah. Yeah. I've a heard slow, that's how it feels. Yep. And it I've just gets yep. more increasing. So I asked the, um, I asked the uh, medical team, I was like, Hey, like, what are we, what are we thinking here? And they're like, you know, probably partial tear, you know, we can't promise, we can't promise you won't tear it. But so. How did, what did that have to do with Dave? You were going to tell Dave. Castle oh, oh, that is right. So then after that event, every I story, went, you should drop a big name in it. Every story, that, that, every yeah, story. Well, so in the back, right? So Dave Cash was there and he was walking around and he looks at me and he goes, Hey, anybody ever tell you you look like Matt? And oh, I, go, I used to think that like crazy too. And, and, and then I go, yeah, so, but it gets better. So then I go, yeah, sometimes. Then he goes, what happened? You tore your pack? And then I go, yeah. He goes, that sucks. And then he walks away. <laughs> oh God. He, dickhead. He turned, yeah. It turned, and I was like, that, that, sum, that sums up Castro. Okay. Um, he, you sent me a link to the YouTube, um, 
but for some reason it won't go to my computer. Do you have do you have one minute, Nick, before you run? Oh yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. The greatest pound for pound. I don't normally do um shows this wrong long. Yeah, we went two and a half hours. That's just I mean, pound for pound by. arm wrestler of all time. Oh, there it is. Okay, Cobra Rose. Okay. It's it's good talking though, you know, it's good getting stuff off your chats. It's good talking about different shit that you that you wouldn't usually talk about, you know? Yeah, always, always. Okay, share screen. And then I'm going to go to uh, Chrome tab. I think that's how greatest pound for pound. Okay, let's see. So this is, uh, this is, this is Cobra right here. Let's see if I can. Let's see. If we can. can you hear it? Uh, yeah, I could hear the uh, the water. Wait. Get permission. You get permission. Oh, wait. here we go. So he's got a video that calls him the pound for pound greatest of all time. And, and it, it, it's fucking not an understatement. I mean, you could have to ask John Brzezink, but I, I bet you John might agree. I'm just taking a guess, but what was this, like late 90s? Yeah, probably. Probably. I think Cobra might fight too. Well, I, never, I, don't, I, I didn't know him when he had short hair. I've always known him when he had long hair. I didn't know when he was like. Man, he was slick. Look at look. That guy's just running away. See how that guy turned in his hand? He's just yeah. running away from Cobra. Yeah, anytime you see someone. And look, Cobra's holding on. That's him arm wrestling the greatest arm wrestler who ever lived. And he broke his hand back. And you see, he broke John Brzezink's wrist back like that. That was crazy. You never, ever see that. Yeah, that's Dude, Look at those forearms. Yeah. When he puts his tongue out, it makes me want to like just rub a stamp on it. <laughs> Mail letter. Yeah, I gotta have this dude on. This dude's crazy. Well, thank you, brother, for your time. So hey, fucking Stephane, cool. Thank you. I don't know if Caleb's still here, but thank you, Caleb. He he, he said the uh, wherever he was, the um, the uh, internet went out. He's oh. on gov. He's on government internet. Oh, here, let's see, Sevon. Uh, pulling John is seven ninety nine in Amazon Prime. I know what I'm watching tonight. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's dope, 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 dope movie. I, wonder, I can't remember if Cobra's in it. Uh, Savon got angry. Let's put some sugar on top. No, I don't get angry. I just party. I just party. I'm a fucking drama queen. I just, I just party. I don't really get angry. I'm and when I do get angry, it's just like I don't know if you if have you ever been to Africa? No. The, um. In, in those deserts in Africa, it's like, do you remember the Wiley e. Coyote Roadrunner cartoons where there's just like a cloud and it moves around and it's just raining like in one little spot? Kind of. Uh, it, it's like that it. in Africa. Like you can see like there'll be a spot like just the size of a football field and you just see it's just pouring rain from the heavens. But it's just like you're standing in 110 degree heat and it just goes by you like 20 feet away. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> and that's how like my emotions are. Like they just come and go, but I but I yeah. I'm I'm the watcher of all. All right, brother, thank you. Uh all right, Appreciate it, my man. Yeah, circle back around someday. Good meeting you. Absolutely. I can't wait to uh talk shit about you next time I see Angelo. <laughs> um it's going to be great. Hey, sounds good. Hey, talk soon, all right?